We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas. And ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. We have just received word that libertarian death squad is over. We have come to take our country back. And also the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Welcome back to the show. This is Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison. This is going to be a pretty straightforward episode. I'm not going to make a whole lot of jokes. Um, but this is story is fun under a lot of people's radar. We're here at the archive, but it's an archive of Redux feminist news and opinion. For obvious reasons, I'm not particularly familiar with, out, with this outlet, but the story is fucking horrifying. So let's just... Let's just get into it, but this is, you know, NSFW, child abuse warning, graphic shit. Alright. Alright, let's get into it. Exclusive. Transgender daycare worker avoids prison after sexually abusing a baby during diaper change. Yeah, this is going to be a rough episode, but it has to be talked about. People have to know. Here's the face. Memorize it. This person's walking around right now, out there, changing the fucking name, got name change and everything, harder to trace. So remember the face. Share this story out. Post it on your timelines. Just share it. You know, this, it, it needs awareness. Again, do not share out the episode itself. Just go to the description, copy the link, share it out. This article is by Anne Slats. 
February 7th, 2024. And forgive, I have, a, I have a temporary lisp right now. Continuing on. A trans-identified male in Kentucky has reached a plea deal after being charged with sexually abusing a baby and will avoid prison so long as he meets certain... I like the redux. I'm sure we disagree on many things. Oh. I have a feeling I'm going to be returning to this website, actually. Oh, are these turfs? You know, it's really funny. I don't I, get, I don't get along with turfs on many things, but there's a specific topic. There's this one topic. I wonder if you can guess which one it is that uh, we do find common ground on. But let's, uh, let's, let's continue on. Oh, yeah, and the last name. I have that for a fucking last name. Again, what is it with, like, this... You see what they're doing, like, the Heath Ledger, fucking whatever the fuck it is? They always have to, like, look down and then look up the camera. Like, there's some fucking Pixar animated villain. Like, you can't comprehend the unfathomable machinations of my mind. Like, what is it with this fucking... It's always the eyes and a stupid fucking false sense of, like... I'm intimidating, aren't I? It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not, dog. You can't be intimidating when the suicide rates are what they are. Like, come on now. I'm just like, dog, you can't be intimidating when you're your own biggest life threat. Just letting you exist and letting you do what you want to do to yourself unfiltered results in you taking yourself out. You don't intimidate people. As the quote goes from the great Dave Smith, there is not a single queer that a tyrant fears. That's true. Uh, People pray for you. People want you to get help. People want you to figure out what's going on. And personally, I'm more grotesque at the situation and and the system and the society we got going on that encourages people to indulge in these mental illnesses and literally basically installs this mental illness into children. From adults that themselves have this mental illness. Just like TikTok Tourette's and all that nonsense. You have a fucking sick adult. Does sick shit to a kid. That kid grows up with this trauma. Becomes a sick adult. Does sick shit to a kid. It's a, it's a repetitive fucking problem. Uh, an original sin of some sort, right? And when you have a society that's like, Yeah, you're stunning and brave for doing all this horrific shit. And we'll reward you by letting you just walk scot-free after you do horrific shit to a child. And say... We'll get to that. Say shit. Real fuck shit. Um, I'm going to read it weird, too, because I don't want... You'll figure out when we get to it. Again, I'm warning you. I'm warning you. You you may want to just go read this to yourself quietly in your own head. It's it's fucked up. I I, I heard about it. I, I paused. I had to step outside. I had to smoke. Came in. Chris Hansen mode, you know what I mean? But nah, okay, let's uh, let's continue on. I said there would be no jokes, but you know, I, I, I tried it's an instinct to just like, oh, I can lay in the mood. No, I can't. Now let's continue on. A former daycare worker hired prominent trans act. Uh, let's see, blah blah blah. blah. A uh, trans-identified male in Kentucky reached a plea deal after being charged with sexually abusing a baby and will avoid prison so long as he meets certain conditions. 
Maria Childers. Oh, man. What a name. What a last name. A little irony there. Who doesn't love a good sense of irony? A former daycare worker hired a prominent trans activist lawyer to represent him in the sickening case. Of course. As previously reported by Redux, Childers was arrested in February of 2023 after the Department of Community-Based Services, DCBS, received an anonymous tip detailing an alleged incident of child abuse that had occurred in November of 2022. Now, get ready to get really fucking mad because I want the woman who eventually decided to come forward and, and, and tell what happened, I want her prosecuted. I want everyone who delayed action to this prosecuted. Like, this, it was a network of, like, lies and delayed reactions that allowed this to continue on. <sighs> yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be getting into this later on. It's an update on that one story. Anyway, uh, I was arrested in February of 2023 after the Department of Community-Based Services received details, uh, that had occurred in November of 2022 at... Explore Learning Academy. The tip, reportedly written by one of Childer's co-workers, accused him of making inappropriate comments towards an infant while changing the child's diaper and touching the baby inappropriately. Redux has now obtained court records detailing, detailing the full complaint against Childer's, which showed that he was accused of both physical and sexual abuse while employed at the daycare. Oh, Jesus Christ, Lord in heaven, what the fuck? What horrors have you sent to earth? Following the receipt of the initial anonymous complaint, the DCBS case worker, and a police officer from the Pudach Police Department went to the work went to the daycare on February eighth of twenty twenty three. Reports in November shows up in February. To interview witnesses after speaking to members of the staff, they were able to corroborate the anonymous report. Again, report in November. Investigation and action in February. Ah, you know this was one of those on our radar situations. You know why homies wearing the mask like that? It's so you have a hard time seeing the Adam's apple. That's also why they like to grow chins this size. It covers up the Adam's apple. But that 5 o'clock shadow is forever. Forever. Again, it's the dead eyes. There's just brokenness here. A dysfunction. And here's the thing. That's not all trans people. As much as I, I cannot sit here and endorse the lifestyle because of its rapidly increased suicide rates, the severe amounts of depression, increased euphoria post-surgery, in a lot of cases, again, you always have exceptions, but not the rules. There are always going to be exceptions to the rules. Outliers, 0.01%ers, even amongst the 0.01%. So again, you know, like, look, I've said this before, some people get mad about it, I occasionally watch a Blair White video. I uh, I like their perspective. Again, I also watch Sam Cedar, Ethan Klein, you know. I, I watch a lot of fucking people I can't goddamn stand. So, here we are. But it's important to get all perspectives. Even, you know, one way or the other. My issue is 
these people do not belong in educational settings, at least not elementary. Now, if you want to do, like, a college professor, have a trans college professor, whatever the fuck, okay, that's, that's a school board community issue, uh, depending on how the teacher carries themselves, I don't inherently mind with that. I do mind it being around children. Because to the point where you're so far down the rabbit hole that you can't just take that shit off like the costume it is and do your 9 to 5 completely rational. Because ideally, right, you wouldn't know. Even if this person has this disorder, but they kept it under wraps, you wouldn't fucking know there wouldn't be a problem. I'm sure there'd be a problem behind the scenes, but we wouldn't know about it, right? That's the idea. Sort of like concealed carry. No one knows you have it until you whip it out. And then there's a problem. See what I mean? But if it's like, oh, I can take all my shit off, and I just go to school, and I'm Mr. Philip Anderson, ba 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 And then you go home, and then you fucking, you know, get naked, look in the mirror. Bow, bow. Bow, bow. Oh, I would do me. Would you? You know, that that whole shtick. Again, with the movie references, I've been on a kick lately. Um... Okay, I'm just trying to lighten the mood. I really, I said I wouldn't, but I'm like, I know it's coming, and I just don't want to like soften the impact. Maybe there's an argument for a college setting where it's a bunch of adults surrounded. Even then, I'm not exactly on the firmest of ground. I'm just more willing to hear that argument, at least kind of humor it for a bit. But around elementary, look, trans, the whole trans shit. I've said this before. It's not real. It's a mental illness. That society is prating around as if it's a factual fucking thing. A man cannot become a woman. You will always have an Adam's apple. You will have a prostate. You will have X, Y, and Z that will permanently make you male. Be it your bone structure, your muscular structure, your twort, everything. Your helixes, all that shit, down to your smallest and part of your DNA structure, will be male. Same thing if you're a woman. All the same reasons will are why you'll always be a woman. Smaller bones, weaker muscular structures, ovaries. And even if you're like, well, not all women can have kids. Well, they are born with the parts to have kids, whether functional or not. They don't need to have surgery to go along with it. They don't need to. Look, if you have to, if it has to be naturalized and normalized, it ain't normal, as the dog said. And it's not natural when it requires surgery to have it. And, well, you know, like, transplant, whatever. Different argument. When a man chops his dick off and has a fucking flap of skin sliced inserted, that's a surgery to mutate and shift and vice versa to the other gender. It wasn't a natural occurrence. You didn't go through some weird hermaphrodite. I say it wrong on purpose because of the old meme. I want to keep it around forever. Hermaphroditic transformation like some of these gay frogs do no 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 you went to a doctor mutilated yourself and walked out with something that's going to hit you way hard down the road later but then you allow these people who visibly show themselves to be mentally sick you bring them into an elementary school you bring them into a daycare you bring them into the place where there's children not only are they visually confusing and weird to these children at least they hopefully are, right? Like, this shouldn't be promoted. It's a mental illness. The taboo on calling it such is retarded, and I'm not going to sit back and just be like, oh, yeah, oops, I won't fucking smack on that. No, it's a mental illness. And indulging it is leading to people being harmed. 
This isn't just staying in the bedroom. This is in the real world. People are getting... Children... Infants are getting molested. Alright? Children are being abused. Children are being groomed. The books in schools... No. There, there is no room for these people in publicly ed- publicly funded education facilities. Now, there wants to be some weird private school, and I guess the, the fucking public, the free the free market can provide and all that, and I, I don't really have an argument other than my kid will not be anywhere fucking near you, fools. Fuck off. Ugh, the Alice in Wonderland dress. Really? And what is it with dressing like little girls? They they never want to be women, right? Like I I feel like the trans people, like 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 the men who want to be women, are one thing. But why is it like the bulk of them want to be little girls? Dylan Mulvaney, all that shit too. It's like why why little kids? Very like old old fucking trannies. They fucking at least try to look like an adult version of whatever gender they wanted to pretend to be. Now the new wave is just like. Goo goo gaga, diapy wipey. It's like no, Woody chippy whippy. In Minecraft, of course. In Minecraft, I would never actually do anything besides build like cute little like green grass houses in Minecraft, like a dog, a cat, and all that shit. You know, I love Minecraft, and I like uh, I like like when you can transition things from like redstone to like a a coal based uh, power supply for like I don't know. Raising chickens, I guess. Moving on. <laughs> According to witnesses' testimony, a co-worker had asked Childers for assistance in changing an infant's diaper. Again, this is your last warning. Things are going to get dark as hell. I said I wouldn't add humor here, and I, I did up to this point. While Childer was cleaning the baby's you know, regions, a co-worker noticed that the infant appeared to be in distress and asked Childers if he was hurting the baby. She then witnessed Childers rubbing the infant's parts in a circular motion while saying, quote, that was her female spot. And she likes it. It just made her day. Again, you can see what's on screen. I don't want any... I'm going to go turn that off and have a cigarette real quick. Alright, I'm back. How y'all doing? Piece of gum to get that taste out of my mouth. Moving on. While Childers was reported to management at the academy, he was only given a write-up. Police later learned that Childers had also been accused by two other co-workers of leaving the children in high chairs for hours without care. Jesus Christ. Uh, after being taken to the police station for questioning Childers initially claimed he had not changed the infant's diaper at all. He later admitted to having done it, uh, having done so after an officer presented him with evidence in the form of text that he had sent to the daycare's director confirming the baby's diaper had been changed. He then tried to deny he had ever said anything inappropriate, but admitted he often said things that were, quote, taken out of context. Again, man, victims making victims here, but once, there's no mercy, though. That's, like, prison. I don't give a fuck. And first off, just a write-up. No immediate dismissal, and you report it to the authorities. And you go from there. And look, the authorities refuse to investigate it. That's no longer on you, because you passed it along to the chain of command the way you were supposed to. 
That's off of your hands. You fire the person, but you kept them around. If I ran a school, no. An academy, you're fired. If I hear any shit like that, you're fired. And again, I'm taking all my complaints, and I'm going to the local authorities, and I'm talking to as many people as I can about it. I might even call like local news stations that might have an investigation team. Be like, hey, this is what's going on here. Especially in the era of like, you know, you got like Project, well not Project Fairhouse, but you got O'Keefe Media Group. You got all these different like citizen journalist outlets and whatnot. You could have recorded this yourself as a teacher and published it and been like, this is what's going on in my school. Do something. And I mean, to like the authorities or to raise awareness, I, I, you always have to, with this topic, or you always have to clarify. So, you, you know, you're not stepping on eggshells. I don't mean any kind of like risk or threat. Hmm. I'm just saying. So police and people in the area can know like this person is a threat to the community. This person is a predator and the school isn't doing anything about it. Again, citizen journalism is important. That's fucking... After being taken to the police station for questioning, Childers... Are you read that? Childers was placed under arrest and charged with one count of first-degree sexual abuse of a victim under 12 and three counts of first-degree criminal, uh, criminal abuse of a child under 12. He was then booked at the McCracken County Jail. There has been some confusion over the spelling of his last name with the court with the courts, police and his social on social feeds having different spellings alternating between childers and childress. The Kentucky Court of Justice has his name spelled childress. But his own signatures and defense documents read Childress. Childers. Well, Childers, see, even I'm like, well, Jesus. <clears throat> While Childers was initially marked as male by both police and the jail, initial documents obtained by Redux reveal the court record sex was later switched to female. Because, yeah, play pretend with a child rapist, right? Yeah, or, I mean, ale- uh, allegedly a child molester. Yeah, play, play pretend with them, right? That's definitely helping society. Hmm. By the McCracken County Jail, we have it right here. Got the whole spread out sheet here. You see sex female, race white, 5'9", 180 pounds. Court records show that just one month after being booked on felony charges, Childers privately retained trans activist lawyer Madison Leach to represent him. Leach, a male who began identifying as a woman several years ago, birds of a feather groomed together. Allegedly. Allegedly. The magic word of the day. Allegedly. Uh, Any pundit's best friend, right? Allegedly speaking. I mean, I'm just allegedly alleging this allegedly. Love it. Good word. Powerful word. <coughs> Childers privately retained <coughs> trans activist lawyer Madison Leach. Represent him. Leach, identified as a woman several years ago, was the first openly transgender candidate to seek public office in Western Kentucky. There you go. When he ran as a Democrat for the Callaway County Attorney seat, Leach recently threatened to leave Kentucky over Senate Bill 150, which would make it optional for public teachers to use students' preferred pronouns. Yeah, it actually shouldn't be allowed, but I can still afford it being an optional thing. I wouldn't allow it. 
it would probably be a decent learning experience for kids to learn that, yeah, you know, not everybody's going to play pretend with you, bud. Get used to it. Let us hard get a fucking helmet. Or figure your shit out. Moving on. After taking, how dare they not be able to groom kids? I will leave this state. It's like when Pornhub was told, hey, listen, bud, you got to do something to make sure kids can't get in here. And they said, nope, we're just going to shut down operation here because we need kids to watch this shit to make money. You know, adults are usually in relationships and uh, don't need porn. After taking the case, Leach submitted a motion to reduce Childer's bond, complaining that he did not have access to estrogen while in solitary confinement at McCracken County Jail. The defendant will participate in in any programs, or right here, so one, the defendant will participate in any programs and services of pretrial... Give me one second. I had to really dry throat for, for a second. Anyway, one, the defendant will participate in any programs and services of pretrial services. Interesting wording. Two, the defendant will obtain an ankle monitor device and will not be around children as a condition of his bond. It says her here. Well, I guess I have to read it the way it is. So, Two, the defendant will obtain an ankle monitor device and will be around children as a condition of her bond. Again, why are we playing pretend with this? What if all of a sudden homie starts identifying as a dude again? And then what are you going to do? And he goes, starts identifying as a dude, goes by fucking dead name again. And then what? I guess it'd be zombie name at that point. Is uh, is the Zer responsible for the crimes of Zay? I'm asking it for Zim and Zer. We all need clarification out here. Three, the defendant will stay in contact with her attorney. Four, the jail... The jail has the defendant in solitary confinement because she is a trans woman and has undergone hormonal changes. Solitary confinement... <laughs> really far gone at that point. Solitary confinement can have many detrimental eff- effects. Unless he's from the capital. Then you deserve it. Remember that, kids. You touch a kid, you don't, you don't deserve it. You sexually abuse an infant, you don't deserve it. You go into the Capitol building after police say, Hey, how's your day going? Want to walk on in, bud? Thought you fine for three years. Fuck you. That's what you get for staying in the velvet ropes, asshole. How dare you vote for somebody we don't like. Prick. Fucking bastard. Continuing on. Thought you can have many detrimental effects on the mind of an individual further. She is... Yeah, because that's what's having the detrimental mind warping effects on, in, in this dude's life. Confinement and isolation. Well, actually, you know, it might be on something. Anyway, she's receiving all of her medications because some of the medicine medicines she receives in patch form, not having her estrogen, can have harmful effects on her mind and body. After some negotiation with the courts, uh, from which a submission to reduce Childer's bond, after some negotiation with the court, the motion was ultimately approved. Oh, God. And Childer's bond was reduced from $100,000 to $5,000. Sure. Jesus Christ. I think you meant shortly, but surety? Moving on. The bond conditions include no contact with children. Should be a given. But uh, was there a list registry anywhere? Let's get into that one, right? Uh, 
Child Does Not Rule remain away from the daycare where he had been employed. Childers was released from custody in January 2024. On January 29th, 2024, Childers struck an apparent deal with prosecutors in exchange for a guilty plea. His charge of first-degree sexual abuse of a victim under 12 was admitted to was amended to class A misdemeanor sexual assault. A misdemeanor. Jesus Christ. Does this person still get guns? Hey, look, I'm just saying, look, the child molester probably shouldn't get guns. But a misdemeanor? You can get guns with a misdemeanor. You can run for public office. You can run for office with a misdemeanor. You can do a lot of things, actually, with a misdemeanor. In fact, you can do all the things a regular person who's never raped a child or molested a child can do with a misdemeanor. Hmm. Weird. Right. Uh, cue all the media that went after Michael Jackson. <laughs> We're crickets today. Like, this is a huge story. Uh, uh, a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor sexual misconduct. And the remaining abuse charges were dropped. Order on plea of guilty. Order on plea of guilty. Final judgment. And sentence of conditional discharge. Oops. This matter, having come before the court for pre-trial conference on January 25th, 2024, and pursuant to the motion to enter guilty plea and uh, enter guilty plea and the Commonwealth's office officer on a plea of guilty, it is hereby ordered that same be filed and made a part of the record herein and hereby. Note noted by the court. That upon a plea of guilty, the Commonwealth recommends the following. Penalty, 12 months, one count. First degree sexual abuse of a victim under 12 years of age. Class C felony, amended to sexual misconduct. Class A misdemeanor. Dismissed, two to four counts. First degree criminal abuse, child of child 12 of under. Class C felony. To run, Jesus Christ! Hold on, hold on. Before we get the whole consecutive we thing, can we just let that sink in for a minute? Look, I don't do this on air very often, but fuck me, dog. Like I remember watching. Anybody else here remember watching How to Catch a Predator? And thinking like there can't be this. I remember a lot of people thinking the show is fake. A lot of people, I remember being a kid, a lot of people were like, you watch that shit, it's fake. It's not real. It was on MSNBC, it can't be real. What are you talking about? Or Dateline, yeah, Dateline MSNBC. Yeah, it was, it was a fucking MSNBC show. How the mighty hath fallen. Now, a lot of people were like, it has to be made up because there can't be this many perps in real life. I just, I, I wanted that to be true, but I knew it wasn't true because of the trailer park not too far from... My mom's business when I was growing up, and that thing lit up like a goddamn Christmas tree when you looked up, like, the sex offender registry. Like, this is every trailer glue like a fucking Rudolph's red nose. So, it's just, wow. Give me one second. I'm not going to pause the recording. I'm just going to just sit here, let that sink in. Just let that sink in. You know how, I need, I need to just, uh, whew. 
man, that's a fucked ass article. That's a fucked headline. That's a fucked result. That's a fucked court. That's a fucked judge. That's a fucked lawyer. Again, there's going to be a misdemeanor, meaning this person can still get hired at schools down the road and all this shit's fucking worn off, ankle monitor, services done, 12 months is a year is up and done. Back at it again. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with harming the children. Damn, Daniel. Continuing on. Judge Joseph Roke handled Childers, handed Childers a 12-month penalty but withheld sentencing and imposed a conditional discharge for six months. If Childers abides by the conditions set by the court during the six-month period, he will not serve any prison time at all and may not even receive a criminal record. Redux is your source of pro-women pro-child safeguarding news and commentary. We're 100% independent. Support our mission by joining Patreon and consider a one-time donation. I will definitely make a point of visiting your website more. Are there comment sections? Oh, Jesus Christ. I scroll down here and I see fucking Adam22 following really hard times and what the fuck is Logan Paul doing? No comments? Alright. Yeah. Luckily will not receive a criminal will luckily not receive a criminal record, huh? Mm. Again, remember the face, remember the name, share this article out, make people aware of it, make people know about it. Cuz look, they're just going to keep saying it's not happening. And as long as people are as long as the media and mainstream outlets are allowed to ignore stories like this, it's gonna keep happening. It's gonna get worse. And there's gonna be more victims, there's gonna be more children who are permanently fucked for the rest of their life. Share this article out. Again, I say it every time. Do not share my episodes out. It doesn't do anything. It boosts my algorithms, sure. But I don't give a fuck about that. Don't do it. Go to the description below, grab this article, post it. On all your social media. Share it out. That's how you affect change. Raise awareness. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I I don't know, man. Maybe I got this episode a little bit more listenable for you guys with some light banter here or there. But yeah, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. I gotta go take a break. We'll meet again Don't know where don't know when but i know we'll meet again some sunny day keep smiling through just like you always do Till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away So will you please say hello To the folks that I know Tell them I won't be long They'll be happy to know That as you saw me go I was singing this song
if you come out to the full map, Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada. That will make Trump 3-0. and That's never happened in modern times that somebody wins Iowa and then New Hampshire. Now he's going to win Nevada as well. The same candidate, 3-0. questions for you, but right now we do have breaking news. First numbers coming in. You can read them right here with me. 99.1% in for President Trump, 0.9% in for Binkley, the total in right now reporting 1.2%. So first numbers coming in, 99.1% for Donald Trump. Of course, yes. uh, Love to see it. All right, guys, we're out here in Nevada with George. George, what is the importance? What, What are we out here doing today? Well, we're here to make America great again. We're here to change the difference and hopefully bring back what's ours, you know? Make, make the military better, the economy better, and, you know, hopefully we grow as a country. You know, we come together and do the right thing at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So what is it that makes you support Trump? Man, I mean, when I was in the service, I, you know, COVID happened, and just the fact that he was able to support us veterans and still keep us out there training, you know, making sure we were getting paid, stuff like that, you know. I mean, to me, that meant everything, you know, at, at the time of being yeah, in the Yeah, I didn't mind. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your service. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, sir. We wanted to get over 80, and we got 98. And also, if you remember, and last night, you know what happened last night, right? None of the above. So I'd like to congratulate none of the above. I was one of those none of ever... Above, I was one of them. No, I saw, I watched that last night, and they won by 44 points, none of the above. So I want to congratulate. But seriously, we have to get back. This was a great day. This was a great night. Our Supreme Court hopefully will be doing something in terms of helping our country and preserving democracy. We have to preserve our democracy. And I think they had a very, very interesting day and a very beautiful day. Perhaps I think it was really a very beautiful sight to watch, and it's the way it's supposed to be. And hopefully the decision will be a very important decision, but there's never been anything like it. In the polls, we're leading everybody. We are right now. Is there any way we can call the election for next Tuesday? That's all I want. I want to call the election for next Tuesday, but we're going to... uh, We're going to make our country great again. We're going to make it great. We're going to make it greater than ever before. The enthusiasm and the turnout, Doug and I were talking. I don't think you've ever seen anything like it, right? You were at various of the caucus sites, and they both came back, and they said, we've never seen anything. Legend, didn't even count Nevada. That wasn't anything we were looking at. We knew that was rigged from the start. Our focus is on South Carolina, Michigan, Super Tuesday. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, The Courier, and this is Inside the Vault. Shout out to the people who got the reference. Donald Trump wins Nevada's Republican caucus after being the only major candidate to participate. 
You know, you kind of got to feel bad for the other guy. No one's ever heard of this poor dude. And he's like, oh, I'm the only one running on this. And all of a sudden, surprise option, Donald Trump. <laughs> he's like, oh, get the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Like, can anyone not get cooked by this guy this election cycle? Holy shit. Before I fucking knock on wood real quick, before, you know, uh, fortifications happen later on this year, perhaps. Hope not, but hey, stay on your toes, right? Let's get into it. By Victor Nava. Hey, I ain't seen an article with Victor Nava in a minute. What you been up to, dog? Apparently writing articles about Trump. Uh, dragging his nuts up and down the length of everybody's fucking campaign, apparently. Former President Trump won the Nevada Republican Caucus Thursday. His fourth win on the 2024 road to the top, or to the GOP presidential nomination. Trump facing virtually no competition. Again, I feel really bad for this guy. He's reading this article like, I ran. I tried. I had to, my taxes got all fucked up and everything. Uh, Trump facing virtually no competition in the contest. Had more than 97% of the vote. Hey, that was a good year, too. An hour after polls closed in the Silver State, all 26 delegates at stake in the race are projected to go uh, to go for the former president and GOP front row. What? All 26 delegates. Okay, yeah. I read that right. Just processed weird in my fucking broken head. Oh, I hate that shit. One more time, right? There we go. Just carefully roll it up. He needs uh, he needs pledges from 1,215 more delegates to formally secure the president to formally secure the party's nomination for president. A feat that he could achieve by next month. Trump's victory comes two days after voters chose none of these candidates. Over former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley in Nevada primary. Where no delegates were up for grabs. Right here. Haley 52 opted against running the, running the state GOP-run caucus and did not campaign in Nevada. A.K.A. she completely neglected the state harder than a Democrat candidate neglects inner city communities. Trump... Trump's Nevada landslide was all but assured, but his supporters still waited in long line Thursday to cast their ballots. You want to know why? Because they're not taking any fucking chances. After what happened in 2020, after what they saw in the midterms, they're like, look, we can't be disenfranchised. We can't allow ourselves to get robbed. At bare minimum, they do printer machines go burr. We're going to give them a hell of a fucking time trying to print that many fucking ballots. That's what they're thinking. That's what's going through their head right now. They're like, pride goes before the fall type shit. And in 2020, look, I was going to be in my life like, don't get too cocky, dog. Like, look, everything looks good for them, but, like, you know, you never know what's going to happen last minute. This is a really weird race. And then, boop, sure it is. I've talked about it before. I, I uh, one of my own brothers with her buying the primaries for a fucking lull. And I was like, I don't even fucking gamble with that shit, dog. Ooh, age like fine wine. Landslide was all but assured, but his supporters still waited in line for the ballots. One Reno area elementary school caucus site had a line of nearly 1,000 people just 20 minutes after it opened, according to the Associate Press. Oh, you know the AP was seething when they wrote that shit. Quote, I think it's about taking, I think it's about backing Trump up and giving him the support he needs and to let people know that we're supporting him. 
Heather Kirkwood, 47, told the outlet. I, I don't know if you had to tell us some ram, rando's fucking age like that. You could just left out the name or something. Or you, probably if I was writing it, I would have said said local woman who local woman who, who voted or plans to vote. It's a little weird. I think naming our fucking rando and her age like that. I don't know. Just reads me a little weird. I wouldn't do that in my article. But continuing on. The Democrat candidate has won Nevada in each of the last four presidential elections. But in 2020, the state only nearly went for President Biden, who received 51.1% of the vote. Again, that's why you turn out as hard as you fucking can. Or about 33,000 more votes than Trump. In 2022, voters elected Republican Joe Lombardo. Pretty decent from what I've heard and what I've seen. I haven't played close attention to his career, I will admit. But he's popped up and things he's popped up and I've liked him in. <sighs> the former sheriff uh, was endorsed by Trump and Lombardo returned the favor last month, announcing that he will back Trump for the White House. There you go. President Trump, Team Trump. Find, uh, there you go. Pretty cool. Might scan that later and see where it goes. Uh, the next race, the next race on the primary calendar for Trump and Haley will be South Carolina, where the former president is leading the former governor by more than 30 points, according to Real Clear Politics average of polls. Yeah, here's the thing, right? It's not just that. Everybody wants to talk about how, well, you can't trust the polls. There have never been a moment ever up until the 2024's election cycle where Trump was leading in the polls, running for president. This is the first election cycle where that's happened. Not in 2015, 16. Not in 2019 and 2020. Not. 2020 was Trump's lowest approval rating. Right? And there is perhaps some valid validation to the idea that people voted against Trump. Perhaps. I, I'm willing to hear those articles. Uh, but you have to take it up with a whole New York Times article. Uh, and me. I sh- you know what I should do? I should do a reading of that, actually. It would be good to have out around this time of year. But... What we're seeing right now is a massive turnout and two people propped up, right? They don't want fucking... They, they don't want Biden anymore. That has become abundantly clear. But I also don't know if they can replace him. How do you do it this late in the fucking game? You know what I mean? It, it's really fucking wild, actually. And it seemed like Nick, it seems like Nikki Haley is the idea of their person on the other side. Like, maybe we can run somebody in the GOP. But there's also the good... I don't know. I uh, she, I definitely believe there's credibility to the idea that she's a uh, some sort of uh, swampy transplant GOP type, because her legacy as a Secretary of State is fucking less than stellar, and her her time as governor was not particularly great either. So, interesting. You can go back to my uh, episodes where I ref- where I talk about people launching their campaign, and I said. She's just running to raise her awareness and raise stock value for Lockheed Martin, I guarantee it. This is to make money. And so far it seems so, but now it's like this insane power hunger to her. It's weird. But she's always been a warmonger and a war pig, so ultimately it's not really as weird as I thought it was. It's just, I don't know, man. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, right? I'm watching this bitch get beaten violently, and then she's looking at the camera going, It's fine. I can't wait to do the same thing next week. Uh, yay, I look forward to it. And then the polls come, and she just gets her ass fucking handed to her, bro. Like, holy shit. 
And then she just gets up and does it again, and she just keeps grinding through her teeth, and I'm gonna keep running! You can't stop me! I'm gonna win! It's like, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna try. Alright there, Icarus. Do me a favor, fly as close to the sun as possible this time. Like, just rock it at full speed. I guarantee you, if you do it as hard and as fast as you can, you'll have so much force behind you that when your wings wings melt out, you will still manage to fly right into the sun. Just sheer momentum alone. Do it. Mutant wolves roaming Chinook. All right. Next article. Whoa. What? Oh, hold on. Let me get down here to the comments. Let's look at what's going on right here. Truth hurts. Trump ran fair and square. The title of this article is a low, right? Is a low blow. Haley, calling it unfair is untrue. She had the equal opportunity to sign up for the primary. Where there were, uh, where there's ballot stuffing. No ID and corrupt mail-in ballots. Or, or the person with the photo ID caucus. You can sign up to one. She, Mike Pence, and DeSantis all picked the corrupt primary to sign up for it, knowing they had no chance against Trump. The caucus requiring legit voting with voter verification. Pardon me. Voter ID verification. They wanted at least to say they won the primary, but Haley wasn't even able to win the primary. LOL! Yeah, no, that shit's hilarious, actually. Literally, no one can beat her. Now, she's crying, Not fair! <laughs> and the title is taking away the thunder, saying Trump was the only major candidate. The others opted out knowing their ill fate. Trump won fair and square. Down here to Clam! What does Clam say? I'm dying to know what Clam says! Clam says, The greatest president America has ever had. Congratulations, Donald J. Trump. See you in November, Trump 2024. And Dave Weiss. I completely agree! I don't know why he gave you that voice. And uh, Jojo G. Jojo G, huh? From your mouth to God's ear. Uh, followed by a couple like Muda 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 Mudas, I imagine, with that name. I'm just going to stop doing those references. Anyway, but then again, isn't everything a reference to that show? We're going to wrap this up here. I have been your host, James Madison, and this has been Making America Great Again. I'll catch y'all later. Bye. Whoa. Did you know there's 450-something active nuclear power plants in the world and then hundreds and hundreds of other nuke power plants for submarines, aircraft carriers? There's a bunch of research reactors. There's around 1,000 reactors we know of. There's probably a lot more. And our own government and other governments' history is when they leak or explode, they cover them up. We had a Chernobyl event back in the 50s.
with a sodium nuclear reactor in California that they didn't declassify until the 80s. And it was a Chernobyl bad. It was huge. Total meltdown. Look it up. But did you know out of the 450 plus public reactors that create power worldwide, every one of them leaks. Most of them have had big disasters that get covered up. And they don't even, most of them are 45 years old now, and they don't even update them or upkeep them, and they just don't care. Well, what type of establishment is that where the left doesn't even care about leaking nuclear reactors? Because we can, nuclear power works great if it's done right. I mean, people need to sign an agreement when they work there that, you know, they're facing the death penalty if they don't do their job properly. Um, it, it, and, and just, you know, Japan building three General Electric plutonium reactors on top of the biggest fault line in the world in a tsunami zone. I mean, why did General Electric even agree to that? And the Japanese are probably some of the smartest people in the world. What's their problem? Like, what is going on here? It's like putting cyanide in your kid's Wheaties for no reason. I mean, what, what, I mean, huh. and then, and, and then the poison shots that have killed at least 20 million people and they admit it and then, and, 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 and the cancer is just exploding. And, and I'm just asking myself, why are we committing suicide as a culture, as a species? And the globalists have got to be smart. Can't they look at where this is going? They'll never get away with killing everybody now. They'll never get away with their new world order. They'll never get away with cutting all the resources off and hoping we'll all just kill each other while they sit off in some underground bunker. We're going to go to those bunkers and eat you. Literally. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. You can see here the Great Awakening orbiting the Great Reset. Although the depopulation systems of the Great Reset are not yet fully operational, the Great Reset does have a strong conspiracy network. It is protected by a satanic shield, which can be disabled by the Great Awakening. The Great Reset must be deactivated if any victory for humanity is to be accomplished. Once the Great Awakening deactivates the shield, Infowars.com forward slash show will cover the truth while info warriors fly into the superstructure and attempt to knock out the Great Reset. Alex Jones has volunteered to lead the fighter attack. Get a signed copy of The Great Awakening today at Infowarsstore.com. Why didn't Hiroshima and Nagasaki look like Chernobyl? There are only two cities to be hit by atomic bombs, but today both have been rebuilt and grown into thriving cities. By contrast, Chernobyl in Ukraine, the site of a devastating nuclear meltdown, remains radioactive and uninhabitable. There are a few reasons for this. The first is the type of detonation. The bomb over Hiroshima was detonated in the air to maximize the damage of the blast, but then also meant the radiation was distributed across a larger area. Meanwhile, Chernobyl was a smaller ground-level explosion, and that left huge chunks of highly radioactive material intact in the immediate area. A reactor builds up a massive amount of nuclear energy, and a sudden full release is devastating. An atomic bomb is designed to release massive amounts of energy quickly to cause as much direct damage as possible. Meanwhile, Chernobyl was an accident that led to a long, constant release of radiation that was near impossible to clean up, because no one could get close enough and survive. The bombs over Japan were designed for shock and awe, while the Chernobyl meltdown and unplanned disaster resulted in two significantly different results. 
Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. This is Inside Four Walls. I am Walls. And this is Show. Mutant wolves roaming Chernobyl exclusion zone have developed cancer-resilient abilities. That's right, folks. Chernobyl may have been a good thing after all. And you know what? I'm bound to believe it. Honestly, look, I've talked about Chernobyl before. It really, when it comes to the whole, that's usually the main argument. What about nuclear energy? So scary. No, it's not. A bunch of fucking was Ben Ruskies thought, let's run a fucking cycle, dry out, no water, cooling ability. And then when the machine said, hey, stop, it's hot, it's going to explode. They said, mm, run it anyway. And then it exploded. And then they go, what about Japan? A fucking tsunami? Followed by an earthquake. What What the fuck about Japan? Right? It's like, when you look into it, it's user error and natural disaster. Not nuclear error. Someone's going to send me a link to an article about nuclear error, aren't they? I welcome it. Thank you for sending it. Let's get into it. By Allie Griffin. Again, think of the medical purposes we could get from this. Loading ad. Fuck you, Realtor.com. Uh, give me one second, guys. The Chernobyl meltdown in 1986 still stands as the hmm. greatest nuclear disaster. The Chernobyl meltdown in 1986 still stands as the greatest nuclear disaster. I hate this voice. The Chernobyl meltdown in 1986 still stands as the greatest nuclear disaster the world has ever seen. Now, nearly 40 years later, researchers studying the radiation's effects on wildlife in the areas of Ukraine directly surrounding Chernobyl say the disaster has left a noticeable mark, even today. Scientists entered the zone and collected genetic material from some 302 free-roaming dog populations, or wild dogs still living near the reactor, finding that those that were discovered living within the 18-mile exclusion zone have genetically distinct DNA from others living at a greater distance. According to the researchers, this is no doubt a direct result of living so close to the sarcophagus, or the giant cement structure that now encompasses the disaster site. According to nature, the DNA of dogs is important to understand, as their species' lives are so intertwined with our own, sharing the same habitats and often diets as humans, which the Associated Press reports. The authors of the study posit these dogs could reveal the answer to, quote, how do you survive in a hostile environment like this for 15 generations? As one of the primary places humankind has its sights on is space, known for exposing those who travel there to far more radiation than anywhere else on Earth. Fascinating. Cue the absolute truth within my comments saying space is a lie. <laughs> you know what? Stay cool, Pony Boy. Stay cool. I respect the hustle. Howl about that. Ha 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 ha! Ah, that's funny. <laughs> Mutant wolves who roam the human-free Chernobyl exclusion zone have developed cancer-resilient genomes that could be key to helping humans fight the deadly disease, according to a study. Just in, Chernobyl dogs did not kill themselves. No cure for cancer this time, guys. Damn. The wild animals have managed to adapt and survive the high levels of radiation that have plagued the area after a nuclear reactor at the Chernobyl power plant exploded in 1986, becoming the world's worst nuclear accident in history. Humans abandoned the area after the explosion leaked. Oh, pardon me. Leaked cancer-causing radiation in to the environment and a thousand square mile zone 
that was roped off to prevent further human exposure. But in the nearly 38 years since the nuclear disaster, wildlife has reclaimed the area, including including packs of wolves who seem unaffected by the chronic exposure to radiation. Incredible. That is really cool. It's uh, it's like building. A, I imagine it might be some sort of a long-term. Thing. Well, it is. I don't know why I imagine it's a. You build a long-term resilient, taught resilience from generation to generation. First generation suffered greatly for it, had puppies, and over time the puppies adapted to have less reactions to the point where their bodies probably just process it way differently and just get it in and out of their system, or it's completely not affected them anyway. I'm sure there's still long-term side effects. Hell, the evolution here itself is a side effect, if we're being honest, to the nuclear waste. That is fascinating. I'm one of those weird people that's like, oh yes, evolution and... Natural adaptions completely go hand in hand with uh, God. I don't know. It's a weird thought process to have, apparently. But uh, how does that make you feel, atheist? Um, Clara Love. God, this is so fascinating. As soon as I saw the headline, I was like, I have to read this. I'm, 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 I'm fucking giddy as hell about it. Clara Love, an evolutionary biologist, cancer enjoyer, and exotoxiologist. I can say big words in Shane Campbell Station's lab at Princeton University uh, has been studying how the mutant wolves have evolved to survive their radioactive environment and presented her findings at the annual meeting of at the annual meeting of society of integrative and comparative biology in Seattle, Washington last month hmm in 2014, Love and her colleagues went inside the Chernobyl exclusion zone and put GPS collars equipped with radiation uh, decimeters on wild wolves, where they also found blood from the animal to be uh, to understand their responses to the cancer-causing radiation, according to the release published by the Society for Integrative and Comparative Biology. With the specialized collar and, or sorry, with the specialized collars, the researchers can also get real-time measurements of where the wolves are and how much radiation they are exposed to, Love said. That is really fucking cool, actually. I'm going to assume she just had these lying around for just such an occasion. Definitely not for her own use. (gasps) They learned... That the wolves are exposed to 11.28 millirem of radiation daily for their lifespans. More than six times the legal safety limit for humans. Well, that's fair. I usually, that's what my, usually run the same number of my blood alcohol content times what it's legally supposed to be. Before I start driving. The Chernobyl wolves' immune system appear different than normal wolves. They're literally mutated to have nuclear radioactive cancer fighting superpowers interesting similar to those cancer patients going through radiation treatment the researchers found love uh found love pinpointed specific regions of the wolf genome that seem to be resilient to increase cancer risks the inc- uh the release states the research could 
be key to examining how gene mutations in humans could increase the odds uh, the odds of surviving cancer. Flipping the script on many known gene mutations alike, the BRCA that cause cancer. Chernobyl dogs, the descendants of former residents' pets, also may possess similar cancer resilience, though they haven't been studied the same way as their wild cousins. That's just interesting because they're more likely to be easily approached, right? They have some sort of a nat they you know it's imprinted on them to like humans to some extent by their uh, ancestors. It's interesting. Anyway, moving on. Dogs were immediately in the area after the disaster and have adapted better than other species like birds, which experience extreme genetic defects. <laughs> yeah, they died. <laughs> They fell from the fucking sky over the course of like two years, and like all the birds in that area fucking died. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to put it fucking mildly as hell, for birds that effectively molted on the inside before they hit the ground. But alright, yeah, totally. <laughs> they were fucking chicken nuggets before they hit, before they fell out of the sky, dog. But alright, genetic defects as a result of the toxic radiation. The findings are especially valuable, as scientists have learned that canines fight off cancer more similarly to the way humans do than lab rats. Unfortunately, Love's work has stalled some, as she and her colleagues have been unable to return to Chernobyl Exclusion Zone first due to the COVID-19 pandemic and now due to the ongoing war between Ukraine and Russia. I hope they... I know what it looks like I was looking at, but it wasn't that. Okay, that's what it was. I see butt crack, and then I see long phallic object, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Neuron activated. But let's check out the comments, shall we? T.S. They didn't develop resistance. Those wolves who already had resilience survived, mated, and had pups who inherited DNA of cancer resistance. All the DNA uh, for resistance is pre-existent pre-existed the Chernobyl oopsie. Uh, yeah, true, but you do realize that those strong genetic traits get stronger if two parents with strong genetic traits mate, their child will have their strength plus some. You realize that's how this works, right? It's an ongoing building. Just like if people with severe genetic difficulties have children, those children are going You know what? Fuck you. Let me show you something, actually. Like, for example, hypothetically speaking, if the dogs that didn't have superior survival and adaptability skills mated, they would have kids that were even worse at surviving nuclear radiation. Just like this woman has severe genetic issues, and she mated with somebody who didn't have very strong genes and or also had severe issues. And they created a baby that is a exaggeration of both her parents' genetic defaults. Strong genes plus strong genes make stronger genes. Ugly, weak, fucked up genes make ugly, weak, fucked up genes. But check this video out. You know, I try to tell myself that that's a filter, but I know it's not. And it, Uh, I hear, thank you. I was hoping that I would not have to be the only one here who knew this. 
Am I retarded? Or is it the whole world around me? We'll find out. I'm sure this will lead to another wonderfully prof profitable vaccine. <laughs> Touche. Uh, Morty, alphoralysis. And it will require annual dosing, of course. Like I said, I'm surprised these wolves didn't kill themselves. And uh, Star67 says, Pelosi smells, <laughs> smells one more inside trade. Well, to be fair, I mean, we have this article, you have this article, so if you had some way to know what companies to invest in, then you very easily could invest in those companies through here. But real quick, real quick. Again, to call it an accident's a little weird. Again, they were told they had they completely had the opportunity to shut down the reactors. And the guy in control said, "No. Keep going. The rods are gone, the water's burned up, all the cooling's gone." The machine is saying, shut me down. And he goes, mm, nah. Nah, we're good. Keep it going. Don't want to don't wanna fail, you know, the, the Soviet Union. God forbid. And then it blew up. But, uh, you know, hey, let's watch this. Forgive. I'm going to turn it down just because they have that fucking annoying Geiger click. Yeah. That cannot sound great. Nuclear disaster took place when a reactor exploded at the Chernobyl power plant in Ukraine, then part of the Soviet Union. Present-day Belarus received 60% of the initial fallout. The radioactive cloud spread further to cover most of Europe. The Chernobyl nuclear power plant was one of the Soviet Union's most advanced facilities. The first two reactors became operational in the late 1970s. The fourth reactor was the newest, going online in 1983. On April 26, 1986, technicians prepared to test the backup cooling system in reactor number four, but the routine safety drill went horribly wrong. A nuclear reactor is like a giant steam engine. Uranium fuel rods react to produce a massive amount of heat. That converts water into steam, which drives huge turbines to generate electricity. Control rods are inserted in between the uranium to slow the reaction. And it's crucial for cooling water to be pumped around the core to prevent overheating. But as the test began, almost all of the control rods were removed, and technicians lost control of the flow of coolant. Temperatures soared and extreme heat began to melt the core. Real quick, you started to see? It's not the nuclear reactor's fault. It's not nuclear energy's fault. Every time this shit fails, it's because of human involvement in it. Oh, let's do a test where we, you know, turn off the cooling that we know we need and then ignore every fucking warning the machine gives us. Like, that's a fucking check engine light on our 1995 Dodge pickup truck. You can't ignore it. It literally told you on your screens. Hey, I'm going to kill people. I am overheating. I am re I'm a fucking nuclear reactor with no way to cool down. This will get bad. Alarms are sounding and they go, Blat, suka blit, pull trigger, keep going, finish test. Boom! Who could have known this would happen? Fuck you. And now you have all these assholes being like, this is why nuclear energy is just not safe. No. Incompetent people in the workplace is not safe. 
Shout out to DEI and fucking all that shit. At 1.23 a.m., Reactor 4 exploded. It spewed 8 tons of radioactive debris into the atmosphere. 150 that's crazy, that's approximately half the weight of your mom. 15,000 people were evacuated from a 30-kilometer zone around the plants. The battle to put out the fires inside lasted for 15 days. More than a half a million military and civilian personnel were drafted to deal with the accident and its aftermath. 31 of the initial firefighters and plant workers died within days from acute radiation sickness. The toxicity of the radioactive cloud was equivalent to 400 Hiroshima atomic bomb explosions. Crews hastily built a concrete sarcophagus to encase the entire reactor to prevent more radiation from spreading. Inside, there remained 200 tons of radioactive fuel. The remaining three reactors continued to operate due to energy shortages in Ukraine. It wasn't until the year 2000 that the Chernobyl complex was completely shut down. With the concrete sarcophagus crumbling, the international community... That's a wild fact that I feel like I knew, but forgot. I have to remember that. The Chernobyl... That's another good argument, too. Hey, the Chernobyl plant was still in use until 2000. And then people be like, What? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Fact check me, bitch. I feel like I knew that, but I don't think I did. I learned something, I think. You know what? I did learn something. Fuck me, I don't know everything. He began to build a new confinement structure for Reactor 4. It stands 110 meters tall, higher than the Statue of Liberty, and it's wide enough to fit a ship the size of the Titanic. Oh At a projected cost of $3 billion, <laughs> construction is scheduled for completion in 2017. One of Chernobyl's iconic red and white chimneys will be dismantled, and the massive steel dome will slide over reactor number four. The confinement structure is expected to last for at least 100 years. That's wild. I'll leave a link to this video in the description below. Free, uh, free radio, radio free Europe radio library. And I might have to check this out as a Is funded in whole or in part by the U.S. government. Noted, which means it's free for archival purposes. My condolences to you guys. Also, a little thing that didn't come up is the elephant's foot. Now, this is a very interesting fungi to, to, to learn about. This mushroom is actively... <sighs> rapidly is a weird thing to say. Like, compared to what it would be lengthwise for recovery for that area this thing is really cutting down on it this is a fungus that is absorbing radiation and pumping out oxygen in its place instead like it's just absorbing digesting and releasing oxygen from radiation but here's a little summary of it the elephant foot is the nickname given to the large mass of corium and other material formed underneath the chernobyl nuclear plant near Pripyat, Ukraine, during the Chernobyl disaster of April 1986, notable for its extreme radioactivity. That's one way to say it. And there's pictures of it, too. Look at this thing. Right here. Oh, there's a picture of that, uh, the compound they were talking about. You know, pictures of it built. It's a cool little, there you go. 
there it is. Cool. And uh, here we are. Look at that thing. That is wild as hell. This is this big fucking mess. I think it's cool. Uh, Chernobyl's just such a unique entity in and of itself. With so much, so many anomalies. Weird insects. Weird dogs. Isn't that with its cats too? Like there was blue animals around there for a minute. Then you got the elephant's foot. And then you got like the ghosts of Chernobyl. You don't know about the ghosts of Chernobyl. I'm not going to even tell you about that. That's your homework. People hear wailing. Like screaming and crying coming from the grounds of Chernobyl in the middle of the night. Like so loud that cities many miles away can hear it. I, again, it might be bullshit. I don't really give a fuck. It's just a fun little spooky thing. It adds color to life. Like, look. Before I wrap up, just do me a favor. We, with things like, uh, you know, conspiracy theories, uh, these days, what we call conspiracy, conspiracy theories tend to come true or already be true, X, Y, and Z, right? But isn't it fun just to believe in a good old ghost story once in a while? Right? And now with AI and stuff, I, I think ghost stories are going to kind of do a comeback, right? Do I know why? I, I know this is a little bit off topic, but <sighs> I think ghost stories are going to do a comeback for a younger generation because they're going to have all these old audio recordings that aren't AI and predate AI audio generation as far as they, they know about it. And then they're going to be like, well, those have to be real. And then when people occasionally release AI ghost recordings now, there's going to be debate like, is it real? Is it fake? Is it real? Is it fake? I... It's something I've, I, I've mourned the loss of before. Because the phone, the technology, you know. Where's Bigfoot? Where's all these cryptids? Where's all these paranormal activity things now? I get it. I understand where you're coming from. But it, it's, uh... I, I, kind of, I kind of like that uh, ghost stories could possibly do a comeback. Where, you know, might actually spook some people out. I think it's healthy for development. But that being said, I a little completely random off-tangent thing there. But yeah, uh, just <laughs> oh, okay, that's, and I thought it was real for a second, I was like, oh, no, but yeah, that being said, I'm, uh, wow, I wonder about this episode up here, dogs, huh, well, that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls, I've been your host, James Madison, and I'll talk to y'all later. Sisters, ladies and gentlemen,
hashtag and a trend going around called Dignif AI, like Dignify, like that. And it's where people online are using AI tools to take scantily clad women online, take their photos, and make them cover up and look more modest. I love topics like this. It is so good. Hose mad any day makes me happy. Here is one of the original posts that sparked this whole trend. So obviously you can see this girl has a ton of tattoos. They cleaned her up. Basically just made her look a little more traditional. This one is just more about the tattoos. So this guy said, with the power of AI, we will clothe the Insta thoughts. We will purify AI them of their tattoos. We will liberate them of their piercings. We will lengthen their skirts. We will piggyback off of the outrage around AI porn and commit unrelenting psychological warfare to our own ends. We will show them the lives that they will never have. We will force them to gaze upon the image of true beauty reclaimed from their own corrupted visage. We will bring decency back into the world, one seething roast at a time. I mean, Shakespeare? Like, is that you, Aristotle Thomas Jefferson? Like, these words should be written in stone. New AI to dress women on the internet. Okay. Can I, I'm kind of worried about scrolling down some of these. Oh, this is Amarath. Yeah, this is fine, probably. Yeah, this is fine. So they, like, they zip up her shirt, stuff like that. Okay. So people are mad about this? So this is, like, there's a Twitter thread with 300k likes from a woman who says that whether it's a man undressing or dressing a woman with AI, it's about men dominance over women. You don't know what consent is? Do the girls consent to this? I'm sorry, but if you post a picture on the internet, people are going to Photoshop the picture. This is an ins like, what, what are we talking about here? This is my honest opinion. I think that people using the idea of consent in order to demonize something like this is such a massive, complete, fucking ridiculous thing to say. The idea that an AI Photoshopping clothes onto a person needs to be going into the consent conversation is fucking insane and of course to an extent it is it is a violation of your consent but i would argue that you consent to it by posting it on the internet don't post things on the internet that you don't want people to do this to hey what's skibbity i'm your boy toilet and this is degrading mental states and this is actually inside four walls i'm your host inside Wow, wow, I'm really glitching out of here, aren't I? Maybe I'm just an elaborate AI after all. But that being said, fellow green frog posters, shit posters, shit lords, thought destroyers, and Alamau enjoyers alike. Boys, you know, we're really out here pissing off the thoughts, aren't we? And the funny thing is, right? It was always, remember Gamergate? Uh, you're just mad at women in gaming. Oh, these female characters are too... That was also, is it, is it very weird that Gamergate came back? Hey, long-time listeners. Told you so. You're going to see a lot of stuff. Pizzagate is going to make a big, big, big resurgence. It's already kind of starting to do a comeback. The internet was put on pause in 2016. All that shit's being let loose to flow again. But that being said... It used to be a problem that we were racist, sexist bigots for for wanting to see big-tittied women, bros. I remember back in the day, oh, you want Laura Croft to be sexy? You want her to wear revealing outfits and skimpy clothing? Ugh, misogyny. Oh my god, you want your female protagonist to be all cute and hot with tight bodies? Oh my god! 
Jeez, you just want all of us to look so promiscuous. And now we're biggest for. Oh, you want us to dress modestly? Ew. You want us to, like, respect ourselves in the way we dress? Ew. You, like, don't want us to be prostitutes and regret these horrible decisions years later when our grandkids can look at our snatch online? Oh my god! Yeah, no, for real. The bitches are out here enraged that we are reminding. No, 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 this is the thing. 4chan chuds. Hey, shout out to my fellow chuds. We out here. Chud patrol. I remember, like, two years ago when that chud shit first kind of came my way. They're like, chud. I'm like, is this that shit where you guys just. Wow, real creative. Misspell a word slightly. That's right on par with, uh, Drumpf. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Original. Switch one word out. Whatever. Chud! Let's fucking go, because... God forbid you figure out after you threw the whole basket of deplorable things at us, and we went, I'll put that on a t-shirt. Thanks. The basket of deplorables. I remember that. I think the only thing I've been thrown at by, by leftists that threw me off is when I got called a magfag. And this is what threw me off. This whole person was calling me homophobic, X, Y, and Z. At the end of it, they go, and you're just a fucking mag fag. And I was phoned for a loop, because I'm like, whoa, 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 wait. Whoa, hold on. I'm homophobic, I hate the gays, I hate the trannies, I hate all X, Y, and Z, but I'm a mag fag. Hold up. Am I self-hating? No, what? Like, that's the only thing that ever threw me for a loop because I just heard this person call me and I'm like, so wait, I'm one of you then, right? Well, five minutes into me being like, no, wait, you just called me, so I'm one of you. Hell yeah, ally, ally. And it was an immediate, you know, the gender bread man type situation all over again, as it always is. But, folks... We chuds are out here using AI to dress these whores. That's right, folks. We are pushing back against the self-proclaimed feminist. By the way, what, what amazing machinations did it take to convince women that female empowerment was selling your asshole for $5 a pop and sexting horny dudes the fucking whack at. Like, like, really? That was your version of empowerment? Yeah, I don't have a man standing over me. I don't need a man to pay my bills. I'm my own boss. But if men quit buying your nudes, then you run out of money. For Furthermore, that makes you even more... That you're not just relying on one man, maybe a couple male bosses... You're not relying on hundreds, if thousands of men, if you're lucky, to pay your bills while they jerk off to you. And by the way, let's not neglect the countless stories of these whores. And by the way, I'm going to call them whores. They're whores and prostitutes. I'm not calling them sex workers. Sex work is not real. Prostitution is either legal or it's not. You're either a legal prostitute or an illegal prostitute. Marijuana didn't magically become something else when it became legalized. It being, It's still marijuana. So you are a whore. You are a prostitute. You are a slut for money. You 
are the bo- you are the product of countless men and women surviving the hardest times of their days, successfully reproducing to create you. That pattern of male to female, repeated hundreds and thousands of times throughout history, to get to you, and here you are, bouncing on a bad dragon with a fucking OnlyFans account and a sponsorship for a fifteen percent promo for free Gaza, right? If you use Big tits for Gaza, you get a 20% off on your OnlyFans, because you're really fucking making a difference there, sweetheart. I, Again, it's the same same energy as that meme where it's like, based, uh, all those base World War II, World War II soldiers watching their grandsons jerk off to cartoon anime girls, and it's just like a, a, a vet, I'm not gonna specify what war they fought in, but you know the one I'm talking about, with like the rainbows flash on their face as they just stare in defeat. <laughs> at a screen, uh, but no, it, it's really like that. I, I, uh, I have no fond things to say about prostitutes or whores, none whatsoever. At the same time, I don't necessarily know if it should be a. I don't think there should be federal laws. It's a state by state. It's a Tenth Amendment situation. States should have whatever laws they want on the books about it, and I will vote for the laws that I, I, I personally deem fit. But I don't. I'm a zero point zero percent for federal involvement. Ugh, and quite frankly, I think the whole prostitution thing is kind of a self-regulating problem because, you know, with all the diseases and shit, self-collapse, immolation, uh, poverty, destitutions, aging out, nobody wanting to be with you after that, followed by, like, all the dudes who catch diseases and they spread that home, destroy their home situation. Like, it's really a, a problem that only punishes the people who decide to partake in it. Meanwhile, those who don't partake in it get to watch those who did partake in it fucking rot before us. So it's like... You know, I, again, it's kind of a self-solving problem, so I'm not even sure how much litigation is really required for it. Ugh. It's kind of a litigation that makes people want to do it because of the whole, like, little adrenaline rush of breaking the law. But, TLDR, bitches be mad because we be clothing them and shit. Let's get into the article. Dignify AI, a 4chan-led campaign to put clothes on thoughts, is just another way the trolls are using AI to humiliate women. By the way... She fought back. She didn't fight back. She bitched about it online. Here you go. Right here. Showing off uh, everything. And I'm sure her mother and father are just proud. Just proud. You, you think her, her grandparents are happy that we can see that much of her tits? You think her mom and dad are? Huh? Yeah. Uh, hey, how many dudes? Out of curiosity, women. Women. The, the tiny amount of women who listen to my show. I uh I, I I used to work at a restaurant where this chick plugged her OnlyFans and it was like when OnlyFans was like a newer thing. We and not everybody knew what it was. The older boss didn't know what an OnlyFans was at the time. A lot of us knew, and she would like talk to dudes, dress kind of whorish, but you know it's a sleazy fucking dive restaurant. You know, definitely all on the books employees, of course. You know, that kind of establishment. Everybody's of course on the books, and uh, yeah place definitely doesn't smell like marijuana at all in there like it definitely is not a, a dank ass nasty 24-hour diner dive anyway now that i've painted a picture legally speaking for you yeah she would plug her only fans and it was just kind of wild man Ah, uh, it's just weird i don't know now that i brought it up i'm thinking about like man what a fucking trash it was already like a trashy but now i'm thinking like the I just, what does it take to convince women that it, this is, this is empowering? You, you've, ah, 
I mean, yeah, sure, like, there's always gonna be a type of guy who's interested in it, but it's more for fucking... It's like the status symbol, right? A fucking a model. It's not really because we have interest in, like, setting a family up with this bitch. No, no, who the fuck wants that? Like, who the fuck wants them blown out, pre-used pussy? And even if it's not, like, fucked and ran through, pussy does lose value the more people see it. Like, that's kind of a thing, like, you know, there's, like, an intimacy to, like, knowing that only a set number to a limited, limited, limited number of people have ever seen this body unclothed. But when it's monetized, capitalized, and sold out again, make your money, but just, you know, it's kind of like, specifically with this AI shit, right? It's kind of like, you painted a picture, you put it out there, people took a picture of your picture... And they edited it, and then posted it. And now you're mad that people are drawing all over your picture. It's a copy of your picture, dude. Again, you get all these women who are like, I meet OnlyFans, and people leaked my shit. It's like, yeah. People screenshotted it, people DM'd it to each other. Like, yeah, that's how it works. Of course. No shit, no duh. It's like, did anybody not learn from the fappening? Well, like, yes. Even if it wasn't going to be through people just screenshotting your shit, it was going to be through some sort of data hack. Someone would probably end up using, you know, not to give ideas here. No one ever do this, of course. It's like if someone like took like data and like held OnlyFans data shit for hostage for that OnlyFans to pay out, and they didn't pay out, they start releasing content. It was only like you're setting yourself up for something that can happen a million and one ways for your content to get out there. It's just, this was, like, the most obvious no-shit way it was going to happen, I guess. Same thing with all those bitches, like, uh, back in the day. For OnlyFans, there was premium Snapchats. You guys remember this? Uh, again, uh, a lot of interesting stories about personal Snapchats. Anyway, women would sell links to the to their little, like, secret Snapchats, and then people started screenshotting the Snapchat links and then posting them all over the internet. So these chicks, instead of just taking the time to like cross-reference and make sure these people are all in their thing, they were just getting added over and over and over and over because they just assumed, oh, well, if you have it, you must have the thing. And then people were screen recording in mass, and then women get notified. They're bitching and moaning about it. It was a whole fucking deal. It's just like people don't fucking learn. And again, I find this extremely fucking hilarious. As an adult content creator with a large following on the internet, Isla David has dealt with trolls. Where are my fucking glasses? I'm just the most professional over here. Anyway. Has dealt with trolls before. Usually, her work combating online bad actor involves her trying to take down photos of herself having been posted elsewhere without her permission. Such as a photo for her ad for, quote, horny milfs in your area. Yeah, unfortunately, there are never horny milfs in your area, but there are wizards in your area, and they are pondering the orbs. Care to find them? Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> that she's been trying to remove for years. Again, good luck. But she's also used to trolls editing her images without her consent. Quote, they're either subtracting clothes, editing my waist, or... Editing the size of my chest and hips. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm sure. I'm sure you are too. Like that's one of my old favorite trends to watch. People just going through and being like zooming in on like women's hips on their picture, and you would see like the background warping around them, like the fucking mirror warping, or the door would have a big dent in it suddenly because they're pinching their hips. Again, you put yourself out there. 
But don't people be like, well, is it the same as, it's not the same as the, well, what was she wearing? No, this woman is selling scantily, skanky fucking photos of herself for a profit. And it's behind a paywall. Meaning that there are going to be people who fucking screenshot that and post it out and sell it or leak it. Again, I hate to break it to you. If you want to know how bad it is, before you, look, if you're ever considering making a Ford, uh, making a, making an OnlyFans account, do yourself a favor. Go to 4chan, go to B, go to International B, or International Random, or Random, B is just Random, but anyway, go to Random, go to International Random, go to the uh, NSFW GIF threads, type in OnlyFans, it's just full of leaks. That's all it, like, that's, so before you sit there and think, I'm gonna make a lot of money on this, A, most people don't make fucking shit. On OnlyFans. They just post nudes. People who are familiar with them. That's why I brought her up earlier. Yeah. Anyway. This bitch. She posted. She was telling people about her OnlyFans. That we were getting her OnlyFans. We were screenshotting her OnlyFans. And then all of a sudden all these customers were coming into work. And they were talking to her directly. I can't remember. I wasn't working there that day. But I remember hearing about it. Some old dude came in. Some old fucking boomer. This is like 2019. Some old dude came in. And it was telling her, I really love that picture of you. In the, sh- It was like in the shower or something. It was something where she was essentially bouncing on a dildo. And this old dude came in while she had all kinds of other customers there. And just started talking to her about it. And she got fired. Uh, it's just, you know, that's going to happen. <laughs> Most of the time, the people who end up following your shit are going to be people you know. And if people you know find out you have an OnlyFans, they're going to find you to get to it. Usually because you're going to post it on your fucking Twitter. You're going to post it on your Instagram. You're going to post it somewhere where people can find it. And if you have, like, a social media where you think, like, oh, I'm going to make a separate account. Again, the social media is going to recommend people to you that are roughly in your area. So, right, like, your phone's going to be like, oh, your phone logs are here. Hmm. Well, let's uh, match dad. Which, but just since this account didn't give us permission to sync up contacts and call logs, we'll just bring up your dad's Facebook as his regular Facebook. Maybe your profile on this other account is, like, you in a bikini. Or it's just some general NSFW or flurry picture. Your boomer dad, who's kind of horny, is going to be like, boop, friend request. Oop, follow. And then it's all over. Like, it's story after story. Like, go Google it. There's no shortage of, like, stepdads and actual biological fathers subscribing to their daughter's OnlyFans and shit. Like, it's really fucking creepy. It's really fucking creepy. And then again, usually pe- most women who make OnlyFans, they get very little income, if any at all, and it usually just ruins their life because they get found out or people around them get into their content. It's just... It's... Ugh. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Again, it's a self-destruction situation. Moving on. Uh, editing their photos. Quote, they're easy subtracting clothes, editing my waist, or editing the size of my chest and hips. She tells Rolling Stones, just generally treating me like a like human Play-Doh for them to mash around. Well, again, you have turned your body into a sexual item for sale. That's what you've done to it. You've posted these pictures. You've given people permission to have them. Well, you didn't even need to give them permission to have it necessarily. But you posted it. People got it. People are going to do whatever the fuck they want to it. You can't cry about it. 
You've posted your painting on the wall. People came in, made copies of it, edited the copies, and now you're crying about it. Your original is still up. The copies, people will do whatever the fuck they want with it. You can't do anything about it. You can change the original painting, but the copies will still exist. They'll just make copies of the new version of the painting. Over and over and over and over and over. And there will be no change. Continuing on. On February 2nd, however, David. So weird to talk about a chick named David. David found herself in in a somewhat unusual position. A friend informed her that one of her photos, a sultry image of her sipping a bottle of Highland Park scotch while clad in a white button down, which she posted on the subreddit rwhiskeyporn. God, that is a... Jesus, what the fuck is that fat fuck's name? Oxhorn? Sounds like an Oxhorn Reddit. Moving on. In 2021. You don't know who that is? Don't bother. If you're reading the Fallout content, look up the nth apple. You're welcome. Moving on. Uh, ba-ba-ba-ba. Whiskey porn in 2021. Had been going viral on what she refers to as, quote, the scuzzier corners of the... You're posting it on fucking Reddit, bitch. You're already using a scuzzy side of the internet. In fact, you're probably using the only more disrespect-deserving social media platform right up there with Tumblr and 4chan. As far as most of the normie web is concerned, you're no better than a Tumblr. Tumblrina, as it used to be, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, no. Fuck off, bitch. You can't be uploading your skank pics and your thirst traps to fucking Reddit and be like, but then these other kind of like more skeezy parts of the internet got a hold of the photo. It's like, you're on Reddit, bitch. Reddit has leaked OnlyFans and edit all kinds of like r slash edit porn threads, Photoshop porn threads, face swap shit. If there's an if there's a a possible thread for porn, it is gonna be on Reddit. In fact, Reddit has such a wide array of porn on it that it's a notable list of the ones that are banned. Consult the gamer from fucking Mars's channel about the very topic. Moving on, actually, uh, Wavy WebSurf had a way better video about it, but I think it got taken down a while back. Moving on, had been going viral, which surfaces on scuzzier sides of the internet, such as 4chan. The image has been edited not to remove her clothes, but to add them. How dare they? The photo had been manipulated with AI, David says, to make her look like, quote, some strange parody of a woman. Her waist and thighs had been edited to look smaller, but her head had been edited to nearly twice the size. What's more, a person who edited, who had edited, had clothed her in a demure white A-line dress and surrounded her with three adorable children, all of the same approximate stature, and wearing similarly befitic white garments. Far right! Influ- Ian Miles? Really? Ian Miles Chong? The... Huh. I get it, but I mean, like, Lord Ian Miles Chong. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Hard sell. Had tweeted it with the caption, quote, when given pictures of thirst traps, AI images, uh, AI imagines what could have been 
if they've been raised by strong fathers. A post that had racked up 7 million views. Yeah, let's go check this out real quick. That's the thing I was saying earlier, right? Like, yeah, this is going to bother people because it's going to just remind remind these women of like, oh, this is what I could have had. <laughs> I mean, that that is, uh, okay, that is pretty funny. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did definitely fuck up her whole proportion. But who cares? That's pretty funny. Though I do have, I pulled up an, uh, an account here called Dignify AI, and we'll scroll through some of these. Enjoy uh, the rare uh, indulgence in horny content for a brief minute. Show you some examples. Yeah, uh, all the e whores are really, really. You're going for this whole like shaman shit, bitch. And this dude actually does. He even got Lotus right here, as it were. Yeah, this is fucking hilarious. It, it basically just makes... Uh, I find all this very funny. So, 4chan. If we're, if we're believing it's just 4chan, this is definitely some shit that like old 4chan would have started. Again, the one right here has got like a really fucked up waist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that is hilarious. I'm gonna start. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start scrolling from. Yeah, I'm gonna start scrolling from here. Look, it even replaces. That's funny. Look, it even replaces this bitch's meal with some like healthy onions over some French fries and shit. But you get the idea. This is what uh, all the ehos be really mad about right now. And quite frankly, I think it looks weirdly enough way better. I've tried this before. Uh, one of the things that killed Pokimane's whole thing, right? Is Pokimane sh event or not Pokimane, but uh, Bella Delphine? One thing that kind of ruined Bella Delphine's whole shtick was she actually gave people what they wanted. She gave them content of her getting fucked. The mystique was gone. The imagination aspect of it was gone. And men, if you give us something to imagine, something for us to think about, something we want, uh, something we have to make our brain kind of imagine what it looks like, we get more into it. That's why lingerie works. That's why couples buy lingerie. Sure, we know what's under there, but the fact that it, it, it's the fact that there's an outfit over it, and this outfit is a rare thing you don't usually see, and it's uh, it allows your brain to slip into this whole state of uh, of uh, a, a suspended belief, basically. We're like, oh, maybe it's different this time. The whole mystery box effect. If you give men some again, lingerie isn't necessarily for women. Women buy it to look good for their men. Right? It's also like plastic surgery isn't for the women isn't for the woman getting the plastic surgery, even if she says they says it is. Because most women who get plastic surgery, they do not get plastic surgery to look like a woman or a younger woman or a more attractive woman or the woman they want to look like. They get plastic surgery to look like a sex doll. Look at Aaron Moriarty before and after for an example. Exaggerated lips. Bigger eyes, the cheekbones—they literally go for a sex doll face. All the lipos, the injections, the literally the plastic in the face—you actually are turning yourself into a, a semi-sentient sex doll by having all these plastic surgeries and shit, right? So again, it, it's it's what women are willing to do to satisfy the men, and this is weirdly enough, sort of a a, a collective of men being like. We don't want whores. And the reason women are mad about this, similar to what Ian Miles John was saying, is it's reminding women of what they could be. 
A lot of these women threw away so much shit to pursue this degenerate lifestyle in the pursuit of profit that now people are using AI to create these completely wholesome, if not somewhat celebratory pictures of these women. And it picks them as mothers, as untattooed. And look, I got piercings. I don't mind tattoos. But they're removing tattoos, piercings from people. Now, I will say, I'm, I'm not that interested in the whole tattoo side of things. Piercings, sure. I really just have my earlobes. I had some other stuff, but they closed up. And that's the thing about, about piercings. You can let them close up. Tattoos, once you have them, you know, you're kind of stuck with them, right? So, I've never really, I, you know, don't ever really bother with tattoos. Even though I grew up in a tattoo shop, never thought to really, you know, I have too many ideas for what I want. I know I have a couple ideas for what I'm sure I want. Maybe I will down the road and get one, but I've never really been inclined to rush to get one because I always figured, you know, I'm going to get it five years down the road. I probably will regret having it. I've seen enough people get a tattoo, love it for a couple of years, and all of a sudden hate it when they see something else they want, but they don't have enough room to get the thing they want because the tattoo they had that they liked for a couple of years is now in the way and it looks like shit these days. Especially for people who don't use, like, tattoo goo or anything on their shit. You know, so there's a lot of buyer's remorse on tattoos of people. Oh, there was people who would go in tattoo shops and would pay for you to just hit them with a needle a few times. I shit you not. Because people get addicted to the fucking sting of it. But, you know, that, that, that's part of it. Women are being reminded of, oh, this is maybe what I could have been, potentially. Ah. Because otherwise, they would just laugh and fucking roll on with it. Right? There's definitely dudes who are using this, having this shit used on them, right? And you don't see them running around bitching about it. No, it's just the women... Because the women are like, I thought this is what the men wanted! <laughs> well, sure. Maybe, like, 2016 through, like, 2019. Yeah, sure. That whole anime aesthetic with the woo eyes and the blush and, like, the weird anime flings and shit. Whatever the fuck. What would you call... Let, I'm gonna save search it real quick. Okay, guys, I'm being triggering a lot of neurons with this episode. But look, this is the look I'm talking about. This sort of, like anime girl type bullshit you know we're kind of over it it's about to go the way of the fucking bush and the dodo bird like no no one wants it anymore it's stale it's played out we've seen it there's a billion and one of you fucking bitches right so now now that there's a surplus of you basic average e-girl anime wannabe bitches, which are just mimicking, which are like an extreme version of like that 2019 type anime aesthetic that was sort of bubbling up but wasn't everywhere. Now it's everywhere. Nobody fucking wants it. What do guys want? Well, we're using AI again to dress you. <laughs> Wait a minute. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> that shit was cuter. Hold on. I'm not even gonna go back. Yeah. Become Shark Boy instantly. Taylor Lautner's little brother. Tra Trailer Park Lautner. No, you get the idea, right? What do we want? What What is it starting to say? trad wife that's probably gonna be the next big thing you're probably gonna see in the next couple of years a big rise of like trad wives and the conversation around toxic femininity as a backlash this current promotion of whoring and this like again a lot of these chicks 
are going for this really <laughs> goofy ass kind of anime look. The sort of K-pop shit. Now, oh, that's funny. Become a politician. But you know, you get the okay. Pokemon looks kind of good. But anyway, you kind of get the idea. This was the one that caused a lot of issues too. But yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a specific look that a lot of people are doing. That a lot of OnlyFans chicks are doing. That I just, I don't get. Never got the appeal of it. Sorry, boring as hell. I guess the photos have been manipulated with AI. David says to make her look like some strange parody of a woman. Edited to look smaller. I already read all that. Moving on. At first, David was amused, particularly by the poor quality of AI rendering. "Quote: It looks like I'm sipping my AI baby's brain." through its ear. Again, well, it's, a, it's the goofy AI. Why don't you focus on the ones that maybe look better? But, that amusement turned uh, to an overwhelming sense of horror, particularly when she saw the replies to Chong's tweets. Quote, Implications of many of the replies is that I am something other than a whole person. She says, quote, that I am some broken creature that if I was just put on a long if I would just put on a long dress and have some babies, all would be resolved. And I take um umbrage with that. Alright. Because my value has nothing to do with the images. Yes it does. Oh, sweetheart. Oh, you fucking skank. Yeah, it does actually. You wanna know why? Because here's why. First off, the amount the dude who's going to be with you and willing to settle down with you isn't going to be the type of guy who wants a family, right? Because you're already older, right? You're going to age out of this career. You're going to start getting crow's feet and wrinkles. And maybe makeup will keep up for a certain amount of time, but it's only a matter of time before AI completely puts you out of a fucking job. And when that happens, what's going to happen? You're going to have all these nudes of you, which brings a certain type of guy around that's going to want to settle with you. And maybe you'll find one that won't fuck you over, right? But everyone who knows that guy knows who you are is going to judge you. It's going to judge that guy, too. And there's going to be a lot of people, hey, like it or not, for better or worse, there's going to be a lot of dudes out there who, uh, well, it's for worse, I guess. But they're going to think you're going to be easy. And they're going to hit on you. You can be married. They're going to still hit on you. You can say, oh, well, that has to do with the people. No, no, there's going to be plenty of other women that aren't going to be hit on the same way. It's going to be because you have porn of you out there. Because you posted all these skanky photos of you out there. And then, maybe you're lucky enough to have kids. Your kids are going to find those photos. Either they're going to find them, or kids around you are going to find them. Either way, those kids are going to find those photos. Which means their kids are going to find those photos. You'll be dead. All these photos will still be floating around with you. And, since they're so salacious, they'll be the only photos still floating around with you long after you're dead. Meaning that will become your legacy. People are sharing around nudes of you. Wanking it to your tits. Just think about, uh, I'm 26. I think we all kind of, you know, ride out the storm here with me. I don't know what it's like to kind of be, like, weirded out, you know, browsing certain websites, and you find, like, porno from, like, the 70s. Now, again, not really my bag. I don't really fuck that shit no more. It's been a few years. Shit, it's, it's like video games, right? That, that shit just slows you down. And usually, if you're whacking it all the time, especially if you're giving these bitches money, right? There's, that's usually a sign that something's wrong with your life or missing. Maybe you're not achieving something you you're, you want to. Maybe there's a goal you just keep not doing, and then you're doing this to, like, you, you know what I mean? It's usually a sign of bigger problems. 
Especially with the fact that people are giving these horrors money. Like, that's so sad. That's so sad. Like, that's, again, certain parasocial fetishes, I imagine, have to be involved with them. That's sad. But still, these picks are going to be around forever. You can't escape them. There's no going back. You can't delete, you can delete your account and all the shit related to it. But guess what? Screenshots, downloads, all that shit's still going to exist. You'll never be able to fully escape it. And then when you die, all those wholesome pictures you posted over your lifetime, you and your friends throughout the years, you and your family throughout the years, those photos will be forgotten. Maybe passed around the family. But as far as the internet is concerned, just your titty pics. Just your spread gash for all the world to see and generations of your family to look back in, look back at in absolute horror. It's a shame. But you did it to yourself. Because in the moment you wanted money or because you were told it was empowering or because it was everybody else was doing something. It was something. Something that more and more women are voicing a regret of doing. And look, it was a thing a couple years, about 10 years ago, was all these porn stars coming out saying, yeah, I, re- I regret everything I was doing. It wasn't worth it. We had waves of porn stars killing themselves. Gave these OnlyFan bitches a few more years. Mark my fucking words. It's tragic. I'm not saying with any source of like, ha No, it's just, that, that's, why I, that's why I reel so hard against it. But you spit on people for railing against it and pointing out that you're just a prostitute. You're, you're, you're whoring yourself out for money, for profit. And you're dragging your entire image down to the bit, like the lowest pits of hell with you. Again, you have parents. Maybe you don't care what they think, sure, but fundamentally you should. But you have parents, right? Fundamentally, you should care what they think. You should care about what it means to them that this content's out there, that their daughter, that they put through school, they clothes, they dress, they took care of for so many years. Your father, should he, you know, if hypothetically, most likely he's not, but let's say your father's in, in, in your life. At some point, if he's worth his weight, he's going to think to himself, I really failed as a father. I had one job, and that one job was to pass on my virtues and my values and my worldview to this to this woman I created. And here she is. An item for pleasure. An object for men's gaze to get off to. And she did it herself. Hmm. Even a mother. I imagine most moms with this kind of situation do. But again, women are a little bit more susceptible to the peer pressure of wanting to fit in. They're more susceptible to FOMO. So if all their friends' daughters are doing OnlyFans and because a handful of her friends have the mentality of, oh, well, it's just the thing that they do for money these days. Everybody does it. Well, then uh, the mom who otherwise would have been opposed to it might now be a little bit more on board with it if she hears it enough time. Again, the women seem to just naturally have less agency than men. Look, you can be mad at me all you want. Women pretend to have diseases from sitcoms and uh, fucking soap operas on the TV shows back in like the thir- back in the fifties and the sixties. Women pretend to have diseases from that. Women are getting dis- are getting fucking ticks and all kinds of fake sh- so like pseudo so pseudo psychological diseases from tiktok and committing suicide because they don't look as good as some bitch on instagram it's just a fact uh, and look rage at it but usually it's the fact that it's true that makes you angry again uh, that's just kind of how how things become normalized and then men want to 
keep their women happy so men tend to just men might just go with it to keep their woman happy next thing you know this fucking brain rot that started in one gender is now approved by the other gender and it just goes on and spreads to the kids which it you know doubles in its horrific outcome and then it doubles in its horrific outcome for the next generation and so on and so forth starts with the federal reserve turns into social security turns into universal health care turns into free college turns into an economic collapse of a western empire it's gradual steps you know what i mean and it's all just acceptable eventually moving on yeah but you you already put it on limiters to that an attempt quote an attempt to violate me and my bodily autonomy Regardless of whether you're adding or removing clothes. Shut up, bitch. You put yourself out there to be looked at. You turn yourself into a spectacle, and spectacling people are doing. The photo was part of a larger campaign spearheaded by 4chan trolls to use AI software to address women on the internet. More modestly, dubbed Dignify AI, a thread on the hate forum poll. Uh, look, polls on a hate board. By no means. It's a politically incorrect board, which means you have a lot of, like, you know, funny German symbols here and there, but you also have a lot of, like, really good conversations about it. And for what it's worth, it's a board that's not completely swamped in fucking porn. But it's also the board that has a mascot where the dude kind of looks like the video of that guy where he goes, She said she was 12! <laughs> I like poll. I spend a lot of time on poll, if you haven't been able to guess that. I'm a lurker. I don't really post. You find some interesting threads, get some good news there, but I usually dwell on current news. Usually where you find me. Or work safe gifts. That's where I get my memes. Again, just trying to uh, avoid the psyops as best as possible. Moving on, but poll is the politically incorrect board. Summarizes the, the quote, mission thusly, quote, we're putting clothes on degenerate women for fun. <laughs> Come join us. Hell yeah, brother. Definitely have not been in on this at some point. No, me? No, not at all. Definitely not. Well, certainly not at all. Not as much as I wish. Moving on! Come join. The goal is for people to see that a degenerate lifestyle is ultimately fruitless. The thread also concludes, Kid you tell us, so full of hate. This horrible degenerate lifestyle must be shamed. Well, there are a bunch of haters. Shut up. Fucking loser. For the people to see degenerate lifestyle is ultimately fruitless. The thread also includes links to specific tutorials for people to use the program Stable Diffusion for this purpose as well. As the instructions to, quote, include the name of the woman in the post so Anans can, quote, at them. Making clear that the goal of the campaign is targeted humiliation. Here's the thing. You're more humiliated by photos that show you in nice outfits, maybe with an extra digit or two, than you are of the hoary, skanky, low-down, scuzzy prostitution you post. Again, 
the woman brain is a mystery to men. And the older you get, the more you realize that mystery isn't because you don't, because they're so hard to understand, because they're so, so, the machinations of their movements are an enigma. No, no, it's just, why are you so driven by your emotions and need for social validation that you think, behave, and do the things you do? And then we turn and look at the guys going along and then go, why are you so desperate for pussy that you're enabling this retardation? You are fucking up the bearers of the next generation by indulging in this fucking nonsense. So it's a battle on two fronts for the people who don't have their heads up their ass. Again, get involved in a church, guys. It's important. How you make sure dumb shit stops by making sure you know you keep uh, local churches, you get involved in local politics, you know, you can keep shitty shit out of public schools and keep the indoctrination as uh, as at bay as possible, and the ideas stop there. The kids aren't introduced to it; they don't hold on to it. It doesn't get passed on when they're adults. It's just, just get involved in your local community, either in the church, in politics. Uh, volunteer work, something. Like, there's ways to stop this. And it all starts with you taking action in your community at some point. Sounds weird, but you stop degeneracy by getting involved in your community and bringing your core values with you to everything you do. So, going on. Uh, specific tutorials includes the names of them, targeted humiliation, dignify AI. Initially went viral on X, formerly known as Go Fuck Yourself. That's what it was known as. Go Fucking Yourself. With a post by far-right influencer... Far-right influencer. Jack Posobiec. Everyone's favorite Catholic. Who on Friday posted four examples of the tool being used on what the on what he referred to as e-girls. They are a derogatory term. It's, it's, again, internet women. Or not, uh, uh, not, what the fuck does it stand for? I can't remember. The term e-girl really dates back to old YouTube with response chicks. Who were like these kind of skanky, skimpily dressed women who would just spend, who would make like 15, 16 videos in one day responding to individual YouTube videos. Laying on like their bed, or upside down, doing the duck face while they talked about it. That's where I first, I remember being like, seven. And hearing the term e-girl thrown around. Largely, the first time I remember, the first time I heard it, I don't know what episode it was, but the first time I ever heard the term e-girl was by a man named Ray William Johnson on a show called Equals 3. And it had to do with this chick who... Gosh, she was just telling a story about her day. I can't remember what it was. Uh, Again, I can't remember the specific episode, but I remember him... Fucking saying e-girl, and then for a minute, it was a whole joke in the comment section. TLDR, William Johnson, back in the day, hosted a show called Eagles 3. There was a bunch of inside jokes in the community, like, you be trolling, and hey, what's up, forum, cool transition. Had a lot of t-shirts. Little 10-year-old me definitely did not buy any of these fucking t-shirts. I want my money back. Actually, no, I don't. They're cool little pieces of history that I'm happy to own. I definitely have one of the cool transition shirts and the uh, you be trolling. Or, uh, no, it says, don't feed the trolls. It just doesn't fit me anymore, you know? At the time, I was much smaller. 
uh, Spencer is kind of a child. But anyway, that's beside the point. I remember hearing the term e-girl e back then, and it was e-girls who were calling themselves it. I'm an e-girl, RxD. Like, it was that whole era of the internet, you know, you had like the Hasuni Miku and the voiceovers and like the Smeet live rooms and the Second Life shit. You know, that, that, that era of the internet. Moving on. A derogatory term. It's not really. Uh, X account for Dignify AI features manipulated versions. We were just there. Instagram models as well as celebrities like Miley Cyrus and Doja Cat. And a handful of male celebrities. We saw a couple of those too. Has garnered 28,000 followers. I never use this account for anything other than posting and bookmarking shit. But moving on. In a message to Rolling Stone, the person behind the Dignify AIX account denied being behind the image that Chung had tweeted, which makes some degree of sense considering the editing is noticeably worse than most of the photos on the Dignify AI account. Yeah, and even then it may have been an early, earlier version of it. Just saying. When, the, uh, when asked what the purpose of the account was at Dignify, said, quote, it's just an account to put more clothes on people. Did not elaborate further. Based. I wouldn't have even given a fucking response. I would have just said, follow and find out. Would have been the most I would have ever said. But generally speaking, the campaign serves as a mirror image for an ongoing movement among trolls. Uh. To use AI technology to strip women of their bodily anatomy. Deep fake nudes and videos of women have gone massively viral alongside the rise of AI. With the independent researcher Genevieve O. Oh, Finding nearly 143,000 deepfake pornographic videos uh, were posted without women's consent last year. While celebrities such as Taylor Swift have largely been targeted, one of the deepfake pornographic videos of the artist garnering 45 million views on X last week was non-famous young women and children have also been subject to horrifying phenomenons, including a 14-year-old New Jersey girl who with her mother, uh, is currently advocating for more stringent uh, litigation governing AI-generated uh, sexual abuse material. Uh, okay, look. Alright, alright, let's talk about this. Um, Annette Vosh. So, I'm not going to even pretend to sit here and act like this is something I can defend. But. <laughs> there it is, right? But. Hold on. Before I get into this, folks, look. This is coming from... I'm going to cut the chase a little bit, right? This is coming from something the internet would call an old fag. If you know what that is, it means I've been around the internet, and unfortunately, most people would say, oh, well, you're not old enough to be an old fag. I was doing things on the internet, and on sites I should not have been at a very young age, shout out to being raised in a tattoo shop with certain customers. Spoiler Don't raise your kid in a tattoo shop. Wild concept, but, you know, I had a fucking blast and a half as a kid. So, Photoshop. This was, this was a big problem back in the day because you had a lot of people photoshopping Charlie Johansson. And, and this was happening when I was, by the way, mind you, I'm talking about like 2008, 2009. So, I'm between the ages of 2008 to 2009, between the ages of 10 to, 10 to 12. In, in around that age range, right? So, I know West Energy drinks are fucking delicious. So, 
it was a big problem because you had a lot of people using a lot of Nickelodeon Disney uh, Nickelodeon Disney celebrities at the time, many of which were underage people, and they're using Photoshop to put their heads on adult bodies. And that caused some issues where I believe the ruling came down to it had to be explicitly the child and the child's body. Had, like, it came to a very specific ruling. I had to dig through it later. I personally, if it was on, the, was on a ballot, I would vote for my state to have laws which would bar people from using children to create AI porn. Now, when it comes to adults, I honestly, look, I don't know. Maybe you have some copyright infringement lawsuit there, but I don't really see any way or how. I'm sympathetic to you for sure, especially if you're not a porn star, right? If you're just a regular everyday chick and someone takes a picture of you and uses the AI to create you doing all kinds of crazy sex shit, I'm going to be sympathetic for you. Absolutely. I remember there was a story back in the day of, uh, it, went, it was all over the place, too. It was around the same time you had, like, that kid in the balloon, uh, and Octomom. It was around that time of the internet, and the world in general, right? Casey Anthony first happened around that area. You had a kid who was using Omegle or something, and it was some video chat app, and they had been talking to some adult over the other end for a while. The adult had made a bunch of edited photos where they had the kid, like, doing all sorts of fucked up shit. And that was a national news story for a while, and it inspired a ton of creepypastas, which is mainly where I knew it from, because there was a lot of creepypastas back in the day. Like, Mr. Creepypasta had videos that were, like, all this created a whole subgenre of, like, Photoshop creepypastas where people were being Photoshopped into all kinds of crazy shit. Right, and that there was a lot of litigations and a lot of lawsuits that back then boiled down into effectively nothing. Saying that if it's not explicitly the child and everything in picture, then it doesn't count. Again, this is such a nasty fucking gray area, right? I would personally support laws in like a state-by-state basis barring and punishing the use of the children. Because I see that as child exploitation, right? You're using a real child for it. Now, if you want to do like the whole like lolly thing, again... I definitely think you are sus as fuck, and I would not associate with anybody who had anything to do with it or was involved with it. At the same time, it's like that's not a real kid. Again, I I think it's a state-by-state basis. If somebody wants to bring laws and and a populace is willing to vote for it, that's going to be a hell of a lot of government oversight. I'm not going to sit here and pretend there's any good answers for it. But this is effectively a continuation of the... Photoshop arguments from like 10, 15, sometimes 20 years ago where people were first editing photos of people onto porn porn and all that shit. And I think all that ever came out before was like revenge porn laws at most. I don't, again, I'm very sympathetic for anybody who's like, if, if you're a porn star, people are using your face on AI porn. I don't know what to tell you. Sucks to fucking suck, I guess. But if you're a kid, man, and you're just a regular fucking woman, or just a regular person in general, and you just get sucked into this shit because somebody liked how you looked, that fucking sucks. That fucking sucks. I have zero idea what laws or how you could even fundamentally go about passing laws against that. But at the same time, I'm as creeped out and horrified as you can be.
and I'm sorry. Like, that shit sucks. I just don't know what the fucking laws would be. Don't know how you would do it. Definitely don't want the feds involved in it, because holy shit, God knows they don't need any more fucking control. That fucking sucks. And the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, it was just weird that everybody used that to really care about it. Advocating for more certain litigation, uh, litigation governing AI-generated sexual abuse material. Yeah, especially when it comes to protecting kids. Because, again, if you're using real kids, that is 100% child exploitation of a minor. It's just... I, I don't know how you would go about enforcing that. I'm going to you allowed that shit with Shadman. Because uh, I don't even know who Shadman is. Uh, Tom Dark. The Tom Dark YouTube channel. It's a great video all about Shadman. We'll do a deep dive into that. Again, that guy's kind of from, like, my era of the internet, 2016. Um, effectively, he drew a lot of porn of real people, including minors who were actors, like the chick who played X-22 in Logan. And that led to lawsuits and litigations, but they never went anywhere. It did get him investigated, which led to, like, his hard drive getting discovered, and that led to a whole bunch of shit with him, thank God. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Again, like, any any time you talk about politics or laws, when it comes down to the kids, that's when shit gets real weird. Um, But moving on. Because I just, I'm like, I just want to put the fucking words back in the jar for that one. Through various states, including Texas and New York, have passed laws criminalizing the spread of deep fake porn. Well, there you go. It remains readily available on search engines like Google and Bing. Especially Bing. Bing is a very disturbed search engine with a very fucked AI. If you don't know about it, look up Bing Chat AI. It has such weird shit. According to recent analysis by NBC News, a thorough virtual uh and through virtually all women on the internet are vulnerable to the technology celebrities and online content creators remain particularly particularly so due to the sheer volume of media of them that is available on the internet which is more recent uh with the more recent campaign to clothe degenerate women meaning those who fall outside very narrow definitions of how women should publicly behave well, again, don't, I, I don't know if it's, if that's the right word, very narrow, I just think the whole thing is the porn, don't upload porn of yourself, I think that's the main issue here, that's pretty straightforward, I have been in multiple relationships, and at no point in those relationships did I think I should really upload us fucking to the internet. You know what I mean? Like, maybe just because I don't have the intellect of Chris Chan, but I've just, it doesn't seem like a good idea. Maybe I'm just weird like that, but, uh, I, 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 I think it's a very, it, like, and I've done some crazy shit. I, I feel like the only, the only thing really being asked here is don't be a whore, a skank, a prostitute, an e-whore. Right, don't be any of these things. And even then, they're not saying don't be it. They're just saying, go ahead, you're be it. We're going to use AI to create you in a more modest setting. Okay, great. That's actually kind of telling you something. 
where the market is oversaturated on mediocre pussy. We're good. We have had enough canned coochie. Your generic pussy can go back underneath clothing, and then maybe we'll find your personality desirable, but the problem is for a lot of these women, they don't have one. I'm not saying I have the best one, but I at least have some fucking charisma. Especially if you're listening to me this far into the fucking podcast. Adult content creators are, like Dave are now facing an entirely new method of humiliation. From experience, she knows taking legal action was pointless. As she spent years trying to DMCA requests to take down non-consensual images. Did you post them originally yourself on the internet? I hate to tell you they were consensual. To no avail. No shit. She says uh, Chong's tweet is very has was a very similar feeling to seeing her image reused without her permission on tube sites or shady internet. Again, you're posting hoary pics to Reddit and then crying about shady websites. Bitch, you're using Reddit. You use Instagram? Instagram is literally connected to millions of pictures of child pornography and the distribution of such. And you want to talk about 4chan being shady? Okay. Hard sell. Quote, it's just another attempt to make me feel bad about the person I am online. You should feel bad. You're a whore. Quote, whether it's calling me ugly or whether it's complaining that my ass is too big or not big enough or too lumpy or not lumpy. This shit just pay, plays and loop in your fucking head, doesn't it? That's the only thing your brain can manage to conjure up with your little fucking abysmal IQ point there. It's just these criticisms. Just that's all that plays in your head. You never think about all the, the people who text you. Ooh, baby, you're so pretty. Oh, I wish you could come over here tonight. Oh, baby, you're so gorgeous. I wish I could. I would do anything to be yours. That you just sit here and focus on, like, the handful of dudes that are, like, skank, fat, ugly, lumpy-ass, fucking freckle-faced, surface-of-the-moon-textured-faced bitch. Saggy titties. Nancy Pelosi's got a bigger, fatter, juicier milk truck rack than you, you goofy, non-sweater, stretch your flat back, having frostback, bitch. Slack-jaw, slanted-eyed, narrow-looking... Dumb backwards, not hold slut, fucking upside down on a dumpster looking alcohol fetal down syndrome should have been shaken when not stirred looking ass bitch. And you're just like, oh my god, just shaking in the fucking shower. My ass is not big enough. It's too big. Again, this is the kind of shit that, that is why women get all these plastic surgeries and then get developed fucking fake Tourette's and shit. It's because they obsess over this shit. Because it's retarded. And your average woman who is in this shit is retarded. I mean what I say, and I say what I mean. They're retarded, and they're whores. And at the end of the day, it's about finding fault with the body that I put online. Exactly! You put it online. There you go. And at the end of the day, they are try- all what they are trying to do is revoke your ability to consent and revoke your bodily autonomy on the internet. No, they're not. They're just saying, hey, look, this is what you're posting. These skanky, hoary photos... We're just going to do what we want with them. And it's actually reminding you of what you could have been. You could have been a mom. You could have had a life where none of this porn existed, maybe. Something could have gone different at some point where you could have found a man, had a bunch of kids. That's your natural instinct calling, ladies. That's that biological 
clock tick tick ticking away and up until those eggs dry up and die and go to waste you're gonna feel that fucking scratching in the back of your fucking heads what do i do I want a baby, but I want to be this whore online. I want to post these vag shots. I have a baby. It'll blow my hips out. I have a baby. I'll get pregnant, and I won't be able to do this content. Or else you'll be into the content because I'm pregnant, which I hate to tell you, there are people out here for that thought process. I can still do this pregnant, but I can't do this pregnant. Not as many people are going to want to buy this content. I'll be all fat and bloated. None of my outfits will fit. <sighs> But I really want a baby. All my ba- all my bodily signs are screaming. All my hormones are raging saying, have a baby. But, but this whorish career, like, it's this duality they find themselves trapped in. Especially the middle-aged women. When you're young and you're retarded, you don't have any idea of what you're going to regret. But when you're old and 30s, lingering around the corner, so is the end of that fertility. Oh my god. Oh my god, do the walls feel like they're fucking closing in, don't they? Hey, I got sisters. I have watched in real time the fucking walls closing in on women in my life. And men like, ooh, hey, but you got that degree, right? But you got that fucking degree, right? Hey, hey, you're a working woman. Right? Hey, hey, you got that pension, bitch? You got the retirement plan, though. Hey, and that's okay, bitch. Hey, look, look, when you're on your hospital bed and the doctor goes, hey, is there anybody like us to call? And you go, no, no one to call. I guess that's the life I've lived. They're going to be like, all right, well, hey, I'll let the Humane Society know that pick a bunch of cats. You got five minutes. Bye. Close the door behind you. Just lay there. No one to call. No one's coming to see you in that hospital bed. You're by yourself. Hey, at least you died in the hospital bed because if you died at home, all those cats would eat your fucking corpse. Dog gang. Dog gang. Dog gang for life. Let's wrap this up, shall we? Ignoring the dictum to not feed the trolls. David decided to fight back. She quote-tweeted Chong's post with the caption, This might be the funniest attempt at negging me I've ever seen. Had to share. I had to share to show it was under my fucking skin. Look at how unoffended I am. Okay, sweetheart. That's what you tell yourself. That's what you tell yourself. It's okay. <laughs> Bitch, we know it's in your head. It's run free. It ain't going nowhere. But let's read the actual quote, shall we? Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. I've ever seen. Had to share. Scroll down to the comments. Who are clearly terrified of death by snoo snoo. A euthanism for sex with powerful women. Popularized by the show Futurama. They're not necessarily... They're, they're barbaric women. They're Amazonians. Sweetheart, you're not a strong woman. You're a fragile e-whore whose entire day is ruined to the point where you have a mental breakdown to the point where you need an entire news outlet like Rolling Stone to fluff your ass and make you feel better about yourself. Yeah, I'm sorry. No one's buying it here. You're offended. You're hurt. You're sad. Moving on. Quote, In some ways... She's getting the last laugh. In what ways exactly? I'm dying to know. Point them out to me, please. In what fucking ways is this gang getting the last laugh on anyone? In some ways, she's getting the last laugh. Since Chang posted the AI-manipulated image of her, she says she's seen 
594.4% jump in earnings from her OnlyFans. Yeah, you're really owning us. Again, all the shit I talk about with your descendants, if you even have any in the first place. Either way that goes because of your decisions today. I hope that money substitutes the lack of meaning you'll have when you're too old, ugly, and frumpy to be doing this career. Because this is what you want to be doing when you're 60s. You better invest that money good. Because again, those crow's feet and then AI come around the corner. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. What are you going to do when AI starts looking like you but isn't you? Oh, bitch. It's dark. It's dark. It's a hard life. Look, I know people went to college for graphic design. And I'm watching one by one as their lives get fucked up by AI. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Sorry, we got an AI here that does your job for free. We just had to make a one-time payment. Or we pay this company... We pay one company to do nine of your jobs. Sorry. In the buying economy, you gotta go. Bitch, you're gonna be replaced by AI. Especially when the video AI gets really good. Oh, buddy. I remember when it was... I remember a couple years back. Melanie... Melanie, whatever the fuck, the Melody Project. All those e-whores were online crying that this virtual bitch made number one on OnlyFans for like three months straight. Count Dankula did a whole video about it. It was a big issue for you bitches. But keep telling yourself whatever you need to hear to help you sleep better at night. Ultimately, it's not me trying to get comforted. In some way, she's getting the last laugh. Okay. And her OnlyFans in, it in the last day alone, as well as thousands of new followers on X. But she also recognizes the sad reality that her experience is not an isolated one. No, but being an old whore is an isolating feeling. Weird. Not just for women in her industry, but for any woman who dares to maintain a public profile on the internet. Again, you're not entirely wrong, and I feel bad for them. Like, again, uh, it's usually for a lot of women uh, that aren't porn stars like you, Skank. And by the way, it's so weird that we're talking about this as if these dudes are releasing, like, AI porn. This isn't AI porn. This is the opposite. I don't know what you would call it, but AI pornography, it is not. They're taking women doing porn and clothing them. I hate to tell you. That's not porn. I don't know what you would call it, but porn it is not. You, however, are bragging about making more money doing porn. And you're not embarrassed by the fact that you're making money off off prostitution. You're enraged that people are taking your prostitution pictures and making you look like a respectable, dignified woman. Again, society's got you broken and out of whack. That's really what you are. But you get people like uh, Brett Cooper, right? Of, uh, was it? Da, 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 Daily Wire. Almost a daily mobile channel. But the Daily Wire. Right? People are using her to make AI lewd shit. You see that on the boards. You see it on X. It comes up. You go scrolling through the comments. Somebody posts a clip of it in the comments section trying to get under her skin. Shit like that. Uh, by the way, funny idea. Nobody do this, of course, but what if somebody used Dignify AI to fix all of those leaked shoe on head photos from a couple years back? That would be hilarious. You could fix her, uh, 
fix that part where the filter fucked up. Just because I know about it doesn't mean I indulged in these pictures. I just happened to find the autism and the dialogue around it very funny. I read it for the articles, of course. Quote, it's not something that should be a reality of just being a human existing and making a product people want. You're right. These people want modest women. It seems like your legacy here is being fulfilled. Why, Why are you so upset? She says, quote, but yeah, this is something that regardless of the size of your account, regardless of the nature of your content that you're creating, you are vulnerable to this kind of thing. You can be mad about it or you can laugh at it. And those are kind of the only two options. Or you cannot be publicly a woman on the internet. No, 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 no. Largely, it has to do with you being a whore on the internet. Big difference. Let's wrap it up here. Which, for me, at least, isn't an option. I'm inclined to pursue. Alright. And your war will be futile as hell with this. But that being said, after an hour and ten minutes, that brings us to the end of this episode. What do you guys think about this? This is, quite frankly, still going on, and I find it absolutely fucking hilarious. Again, the empty behind the eyes look. These women. Broken light bulb individuals. That being said, I'll talk to y'all later. Skibbity bop.
was all over.